Hey everybody, welcome to Atomic Mommy. I'm your host, Kim, and on today's episode, I have a special co-host. His name is Alex Fuentes, and he is the owner of a cleaning service company called Cleaner. Hi, Alex. Welcome. Hello, Kim. <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great, as always. So, uh, Alex, tell us about who you are and what you do. Who I am. Um, I'm many things. I, um, but what I do is I am the owner, like you said, of a, a cleaning company called Cleaner. We do residential and commercial uh, cleaning. Uh, that's K-L-E-E-N apostrophe R. We're all over. You can definitely <laughs> check us out. Um, and on a side of that, I'm also a vice president for a nonprofit organization called Out My Closet. And what we do there is we provide assistance uh, to homeless LGBTQ youth uh, who've been kicked out of their homes uh, at a young age or maybe just don't have anywhere to go. And we provide them with different social services, such as providing them clothing um, and other means. Okay. All right. That's cool. So um, <clears throat> let's get into that LGBTQ youth, you said, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so I am uh, what you would call LGBTQ plus dumb. Okay. Which means that I basically don't... I've lost count and awareness of the labels and the pronouns and uh, basically that whole thing. That's not to say that I don't care. I do. I do care. But my daughter said to me last week, Mommy, like, do you know anything? And I was just like, no, I lost track after L and then G, possibly B, and then that was it, and I, I don't know anything else. So um, tell me about that and how you resonate with that. Um, well, I, I want to say that I guess I, I feel the same way you do. Um, LGBTQ... It's what I've always known it as, lesbian, gay, bisexual, and trans. Well, I, it's transgender now, but back then it was transsexual. What do you mean by back then? Like, how far are we oh, going? <laughs> oh, man, and I say back then, right. Um, I'm only 34, which is not bad, right? <laughs> but um, I guess old enough to have experienced a lot of these changes, in my time and as well as you and maybe that's why you lost track of all yeah. that as well um, so when I was younger the T standard for uh, transsexual okay. it is now transgendered is the correct way to say it why do you think that terminology had to change from transsexual to transgender um, well that one specifically I think that the word sexual in it is what uh, needed to change. Okay. Where, um, in general, a lot of LGBTQ individuals are looked at because of their sexuality. And it's always a sexual thing that has to do with everything, when it really doesn't. Um, it's, it's really just who you are. Sex doesn't necessarily have anything to do with it. Okay. There's a lot more involved. There's love. There's work. There's family. So... The word sexual in it is what needed to change, and, and that I do understand, and I do feel it had to change. Okay. Um, so that's where, where that change comes from. Um, what does the plus mean? <clears throat> so, uh, alongside you, I am also very, uh, I'm not going to say I'm new to it, 
uh, and it's embarrassing to even say <laughs> it because working in the LGBTQ community in social services with the youth uh, who do label themselves as plus as well, um, uh, I am not fully immersed in it as well. Uh, like like to me, it really is LGBTQ and the Q being the queer, uh, where my understanding was always that Q was like everything else, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And whatever else you want to be. Uh, and now the plus uh, adds that. so many other things now. Yeah. Um, which I can honestly say I am not familiar with it. And, I, and it's a little embarrassing. I really should be. Um, Why do you feel you should be? Because... I need to ask this question. I hope you're okay with me asking this, and I'll, I'll edit it out if you don't want me to ask it. But what label are you? So, for instance, I am hetero with an occasional side of, I don't know, bi tendencies, I guess you could mm-hmm. call it, right? Mm-hmm. So what label have you given yourself, you know, your, you know, however long you've had the label for? I have always, except for when I first came out, where I said, oh, I'm bisexual, maybe it'll make it easier to come out as bisexual, but I've always been gay. Uh, But I can definitely say I've had those tendencies of being bisexual as well, because uh, I think, although men are who I'm naturally more attracted to, I think women are beautiful, and some women are just appealing <laughs> um and it I, i've had situationships with women in the past situationships right um, <laughs> that's a new term as well right yeah um <laughs> entanglements but no i um i've had situationships with women in the past as well where it was just a a, a sexual thing nothing romantic uh aside from what we were doing in that time. So, I mean, that's been many years ago. But, uh, yeah, it, it's something that has happened. And to this day, I could be with my partner in the car, and if I see a woman that's really sexy, I'm going to say it. And he's <laughs> like, sometimes I don't know with you. But, uh, yeah. Uh, that was a question, correct? Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, that was, <laughs> no, that's a, this, is a, this brings me to my next point, because... You know, you're 34, like you said. I'm 36. We are best friends, and we grew up in that era where this awareness really became prominent in social media, mm-hmm. in the in the regular media, TV, everywhere, television, right? Um, LGBTQ was the thing, and it was everywhere, and there was this awareness. And I don't know if it was because we were college students at the time that we were more aware, mm-hmm. more educated, and then... You know, somewhere from that time to now, all of this new amount of information has come out. And I feel like my my daughter, who's 14, she knows more about it than I do. And I feel like I'm not well-versed in the subject area anymore, as, as like I used to be. And I feel like, you know, what can I do to do that? So I thought that this would be the best idea to do. See, talk to my best friend who's also gay. See what he knows. Pass the information on through the podcast and then see how it goes from there. But... Um, you're saying you also feel like there's a lack of information too. Now, do you feel this lack of information is is a lack of information that's been given out to the public, or do you feel like there's just no need amongst heteros or amongst gays or amongst lesbians, for you know, for example, to go and become aware? 
of the new information. So this is, this is something that I'm finding, I'm teetering on this line, like is it really because like there's no information or is it because I just don't want to go find the information? I feel like I was more desirable to get that information a decade ago versus now. So what do you think? I definitely think that there's enough information out there so that anyone can uh, become educated. Um, and the reason why your children know about all that now is because of that. Okay. Because they are teaching that in school now. Uh, not necessarily because there's an agenda, like a lot of people think. It's more so so that your children can now learn to respect other people as well and accept other people as well. So the information is definitely out there. And if our kids are getting it in school, then there's definitely enough places for us to get it ourselves. And yes, I think it's the fact that we don't feel we need to go and get educated on it. Um, it, it could be perhaps because we feel that stage in our life has passed and we're busy with other things and it's not that important. Why Why do you need to go and sit down and learn all these things? Because that that's basically what it's been for me. Like to sit down on a computer or read books or... You don't have the time for it. <laughs> and then not just that, um, to then have to learn all these things. And, and now the pronouns, oh, they make things, to me, a, a lot more difficult. Yeah, no, Because I, I can it. look at you right now and I read female. Yes. She, her. Yeah. But you can very much tell me, no, that's not what it is today today or or, or not just today well, but in general pronouns like i don't know is it z x they uh, the listen, like, i don't know they them there are the only ones i've been really aware of recently there's the z the c or yeah what is the z I, what does z mean like i feel like I, I don't know like should i be googling this should and I and, and this is where and this i mean yeah definitely google it and find out uh, if your kids are learning it it's something you should definitely be aware of as well but my kids are learning uh, it from like tiktok they're not learning it at school or oh even with their God. friends they're tiktoking and you know people like james charles are are the ones who are, are making it public Well, that's now. interesting. Maybe I haven't been immersed <laughs> enough on, in TikTok. But no, it, it's it's something that I I think, like, maybe our generation, we we went through what we had to go through. I mean, I, I was afraid to hold my partner's hands when I was younger, yeah. when I first came out. Um, there were certain sections of New York City where it was okay in the Chelsea section yeah. <laughs> to hold hands with your boyfriend. But once you had head over to Times Square area, it was no longer okay to do that. Now, wow, really? we can really go anywhere. Yeah, you can go anywhere. And, and it's fine. Except you know? for certain states. <laughs> I mean, certain states. And they'll call you out or whatever. But yeah. it, it's something that our generation has definitely seen all that change. And, and perhaps we feel like, okay... There's been enough change. We really don't need any more. And then I'll, I'll admit, sometimes I'm just like, what are these people, right? <laughs> the I'm younger like, generation. What are these people doing? Like, what are all these? Like, what is a they, them, there? And I'm like, okay, let's leave it there. But no, now the Z, now the that. Now, yeah, it's why just, do they need a Z? What's all this extra stuff? I, I mean, I even go, I get crazy mad at the whole... Latino Latinx thing. Oh, that's that's dumb. 
that to me is is ridiculous. Now you want to change a whole language. I mean, we've, <laughs> for years we've known. Okay, the masculine, the masculinity masculine is, is what it was. It's what covers the, the general yeah. population of things. Like if something is the female when it's male, <laughs> la mesa, it's yeah. a female, and whatever. But anyway, uh, no, I get you. I get what you're saying. They're not okay with being called Latino anymore. And, and even the word Latin is not good enough anymore. They need it to be Latinx to to include the female and male gender together because they them there. That's where that comes from. See, and this is where I have a problem. And, and, and in case for all of you who are listening, we're both Latinos. So mm-hmm. I am a Latina, Cuban, Bolivian descent, and my best friend Alex, he is Ecuadorian and no, 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 how no. dare you, Honduras and El Salvador, right? Correct. Okay, scratch the Ecuador, <laughs> scratch that. Not that there's anything wrong with Ecuador, no, nothing but just wrong scratch at all. that. Sorry. So we're both Latinos, and we use right. the terms Latino and Latina. And this Latinx thing I totally get, because here's here's what I don't get. If you are, say, a, um, a person who goes by they or their or them, that technically means that you have no gender, right? Right. There's no specific gender. But that means you can go with either one. So if you want to be called a Latino and you're a woman then that should be fine. I don't think we needed to add the freaking X at the end of it. Then at the other spectrum of it, there's the ones who are uh, transgender, correct? Mm-hmm. Who, if you're a man and you want to be a woman, you you do what you need to do to do that, right? And then you want to be seen as a woman. But mm-hmm. are you also asking to be called like a Latinx or well, a Well, not or everyone. A... Not everyone. I My understanding is that with the transgender community is, uh, again, it was a bit more simplified at one point. One uh, one time, yeah. Where if you were a male who has uh, decided to change uh, to female, mm-hmm. you're now seen as a female. Yeah. You know, uh, regardless of what you look like physically, if this is what you wanted, wait, because you'll be, there's you'll be there's women who are you know, for lack of a better terminology, and I apologize, but if you looked butch back in the '90s, that was the description. Yeah. You were considered a tomboy or. Mm-hmm male-like in mm-hmm. features, but if you had a woman part, you were still a she. Mm-hmm. And Unless they... Well, and, and like now, forwarding to now, if you decide that you want to be uh, seen as a man or male, then that's fine. You can choose that, right? Uh, and same thing goes with like a, a man who d- decides to become a woman. Okay, you're female. But now we also have the, okay... I'm no longer just okay with I'm a male switching over to a female, so look at me as a female. But now they want to also be seen. Well, not they. I don't. I don't mean to say that way, right? It's not, and not in an offensive yeah. way. Uh, but some in that community now also see themselves as non-gender oriented. So I am a person of transgender experience because I've gone through through that transformation, but I also still don't want to be labeled as male or female. So, and this is where I, I personally get confused and where a lot of people get confused and maybe call us grandparents. I don't know. (laughs) Like, like, you know, I, sometimes I feel like we have this mentality that our parents had about things that we thought were cool or whatever or important where our parents thought it's not important. Well, now we're there. Yeah. So I feel like, okay, you guys are doing too much now. And that's my personal opinion. And I am gay. Yeah. You know? And, but my personal opinion is, it's like, okay, you guys are doing a little too much now. And you're, 
basically saying that you don't want to be labeled this, 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 and that. But you've now created a yeah. bunch of different labels. And then get offended when people don't necessarily understand, or understand know. it, know it, or, or, or keep up with it. Yeah, exactly. It's too, too much change too quickly. Over the last it is. 10, it is. And, and, and listen, and if that's what's needed for people to feel comfortable uh, and accepted, and that's, that's great. No, that's, that's perfectly fine. It's just that you can't also expect the whole world to keep up with you. You're moving that, faster yeah. than even fashion because fashion moves pretty damn fast and they're moving faster than that. And, and like I said, more power to everyone who needs that. You know, that's that's great. I, I, I'm perfectly fine in, <laughs> in my space where uh, I'm gay. Yeah. And once in a while I want to look at a girl. <laughs> but um, now there's... there's and I'm, I don't know what it is, but I'm pretty sure there's a label out there for that. Actually, there is. Yeah, <laughs> I forget the name. Of, there is one. Uh, I actually forget about it. Google but that shit. I will have to Google it. But no, yeah. It, <laughs> Wait, no, there's... Well, Google it for real, like right oh. now while we're talking about it, so that this way we can we can talk about it. Now, now this while you're doing that, let me ask this question, and this is really important too. Do you think our complacency with our own labels and with the previous labels? is causing us to not assist in the movement moving forward for the rest of the world to become comfortable, knowledgeable, and, you know, understanding of this whole new empowered movement. And I say this because if you're complacent as gay and he and Latino, and I'm complacent with hetero, she, and Latina, right? Mm -hmm. And we're not really willing to do the homework, I guess you could say, the research into the new movements, the new education out there. But... That means that the rest of the people in, in the entire world are also probably feeling similar, similar feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. maybe they feel like, well, I already came out. I'm I'm already gay. I'm already a he. I don't need to really go past that, and I don't really get it. So I don't. I'm not going to do anything. Do you think that kind of complacency is helping the movement keep going so that everyone could become like I guess understanding and more accepting? Mm -hmm. So if we're complacent, how do we how do we help the movement? I don't think we can help the movement if we're complacent. Um, so what do we do? Like because people, like like, like for do? like for me, I, I can say that I'm fine <laughs> where I'm at. I we have equality as far as marriage goes, and that I feel like my generation. I think that for my generation, that was the goal. That was the goal. I remember that. The goal is like, can I just marry my partner and be happy? Mm-hmm. After that, I'm fine. Yeah. So that, that was the goal. So I feel like that's where we stopped fighting. And, and I say my generation, right? Where yeah. we stopped fighting. While others now are... I mean, I think that even the transgender issues, they're just crazy. The amount of... Uh, uh, the rate at which transgender individuals are getting killed. It's ridiculous. And that needs to be taken care of. And I think that that's something our generation can still work on. Um, I mean, along with everything else that's still coming on. But I, I do think that, I mean, I don't think we can actually help anyone if we're complacent. Yeah. Um, and it's all a matter of educating ourselves. And I'm saying this, and I really should be doing it myself, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a matter of all, you know, educating ourselves. It's a bit embarrassing. Maybe, maybe I don't know if it is for you, but I think that if I had my kids, I don't have any children, right? But if I did, and they were over here teaching me things... Uh, me being part of that LGBTQ spectrum, uh, it would be a bit embarrassing. 
It was for me. It was for me because I was your best friend and I was in that whole movement. I was there for the fight for equality and I, I wanted I voted for it. I would fight for it. I would protest whatever at school and we would always do the flags and things like that. But it wasn't the same it was like when my daughter came up to me, I was like I was like, What? I'm like, you know my best friend is gay. What are you saying to me? And I'm like, yeah. I've 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 hung out with lesbians and we've club clubbed together. I've I I've hung out with transgender, like, we've gone to drag shows, we've done all that stuff together, yeah. and had fun, and whatever, and some of my closest friends are our closest friends, and while I would love to keep up with all of them, you know, four yeah. kids and a yeah. husband tends to be away, <laughs> but I still love them like it was back in the days of college, right, before, yeah. when, when my daughter came to me, telling me about Z, and they, and them, and, and all this other stuff, and she was asking me, if I could maybe help her understand, I was like, I'm sorry, baby, you just taught me something that I didn't even know existed, and then she, the next day she came to me with all this new information. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, Savannah, I don't know what you're saying to me right now. It's like hearing math in my head. Well, I, it, it's it's like the new math that they have out there for kids. Have yeah. you seen the kids' homework now? Yes. I hate it. Well, you're obviously. Well, I don't want to talk about common <laughs> core math. For all you moms out there, I give you credit. No, common but, core has to go. It's so stupid. But no, I um. Uh, Thank God for Google and the internet where kids can actually, you know, get that information and yeah. educate themselves, really. But, um, yeah, I can I can see how it can be a little embarrassing. I mean, you being an ally uh, <laughs> for years, you feel like, I've been doing the right stuff. I know what to do. I put up a flag. <laughs> well, the thing is, it was that simple before. Back then, yeah, it was. It was that simple. It, w it was as simple as... Let's provide an LGBT club at the school yeah. so that people can feel safe. Exactly. Let's wear Let, a flag. Let's, let's put out the sign. Let's make flyers and give out awareness. Right. That was Th really it. That that's what what Show we up used and to vote. do. Right. And getting people to vote, and, and that's why I say, like, I think our generation, their goal was marriage equality, mm -hmm. and then after that, we pretty much stopped, um, and we left some people behind. Well, I think that, and this may be another topic, uh, when it comes to the transgender community. LGB stops there. And then the T is always separate. We never include them. Like, they're included in the LGBTQ, but we never really include them. And, and I say that Do you think that, that the transgender community is aware? Oh, yeah, they're very aware. They've always had to fight for themselves. And do you think um, that it, this, this whole new movement with the transgender community is because of that? The fact that the LGB has yeah. left them out? Yeah, it's and definitely that's why they're that. fighting harder now? It is definitely that. Um, and, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing that it's happening. It's something that needed to happen. Uh, definitely needed to happen. I think that the only thing that when it comes to at least our generation or people who are not as young as your kids, I think that the only thing that hurts that movement, the transgender movement, is it, it's us. Yeah. Um, it's our generation because we're like, well, we did what we had to do. We're fine now. I think that we need to stop being lazy bums and mm -hmm. get off our, our way Because there's still, there's, there's still, still a lot, lot to do. There's yeah. still a lot to do. And I, I found what uh, that other terminology is. Yeah, what is that? And I guess this is what I would fall under. Um, because maybe I wasn't completely honest. <laughs> but the prefix, right, it says pan. It's, it, it's pansexuality. So pansexual. Pansexuality. P-A-N? P-A-N. Um, so it says the prefix pan means all. Similarly, pansexuality means that you are attracted to people of all genders. This includes people who don't identify with any gender, an agender person. 
Uh, and many, many pansexual people describe themselves as being attracted to people based on personality and not gender. So does that include me too? That includes anybody. No, but I mean like from what, what's happened with me with my experiences? Well, like in your so experience, that can be. Uh, it can be. In, in this case, and I think I relate much more with this pansexuality yeah, yeah. than just gay and bisexual. And, and again, I said gay and bisexual right before reading this. Yes, true. But now I see that I can actually... Have a term for yourself. Have a term for what it is that yeah. I am. Because, yes, it says I am not attracted by gender. I'm more so attracted to their personality. Yeah. So I can look at a female, and yeah. if I'm attracted to them that way, and I think that that, for me, personally, personality means a lot, gay or whatever. No, I agree with you. Uh, I, I don't, you could be cute, but I'm not really attracted to you unless yeah. that personality is there. So... No, wait, I mean, you, can't, female. you can't necessarily fully say that, though, because there's oh, been no. some 150% <laughs> hot dudes that, you know, were, like, so sexy that you were, like, just, I don't, don't talk. <laughs> That's a different type of attractiveness. <laughs> that was just in-the-moment situation. Kim. <laughs> I've had those. But I've no. had those. <laughs> but, no, uh, yeah, I can definitely say I, I fit under this uh, terminology. Where I am pansexual, I do, I do find people attractive more on their personality, and I have definitely found uh, a female to male, okay, uh, transgender individual attractive. Oh, very attractive. There's some. So basically, a, a female who decided I am now going to be a male, uh, with with. And you found them attractive. I've definitely found them attractive. Okay, let me. Can I tell you a story? Mm-hmm. Oh God. So my my husband, we were watching something on TV, but he didn't know what we were what we were watching. I had put it on before he had come in the room, and it happened to be transgender type of show. Okay. And so he didn't know, he didn't know. So I always know what he what his face looks like when he sees someone attractive. Okay. So when he came in, he happened to look, and his face. I said, "Oh, so you think she's hot?" He's like, what is this? Like, that's his answer for everything when he doesn't want to admit something, right? So I was like, oh. Then I pressed pause, and it showed, and his face dropped because he, you know, considers himself 100% right, American-grown right. heterosexual, right? But the minute he found out that it was a transgendered person that went from male to female that looked that good, he it blew his freaking mind. It blew his mind because he didn't realize that he could be attracted to someone like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's that's kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Even though I thought it was funny because this is my own, my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> but like he, you know, he brought up something like, and, and I hope that no one gets offended by this when I say it, but I'll let it out just in case. <laughs> but like I asked him, I said, "What would you do if we went out somewhere, or like say we were divorced and you went out somewhere with the guys and you didn't realize that the." person, the woman that you were right. talking to, hitting on, and that you take home that night ends up being transgender, you find out, like, a couple days later, like, how would you feel about that? And his typical reaction, I thought, was going to be like, fuck that, or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, but no, he was like, fuck, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I would do. Like, that's his genuine confusion with the whole transgender community. He doesn't know what to do, because some transgender uh, women who were males before are Gorgeous, like gorgeous, you said, they're like yeah. freaking beautiful, Beyonce style, gorgeous, you mm -hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, um, to hear him say that, 
told me that there's still a lot of confusion even on the male heterosexual part that they don't understand either. Right. I, I think that what's being brought out now in this generation is the, uh, like the truth behind everything, right? Where we were accustomed a certain way. Like, before gay was okay, everyone was accustomed that it had to be a male and female. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the only way things would ever work. But that was religion. Well, religion's definitely thrown in there, for sure. <laughs> because if you know um, Roman and, and Trojans and Greeks... Well, then it was completely... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, those... Them, they them had pagans, fun. Those pagans, those pagans, as the Christians <laughs> call them. They had fun. <laughs> but no, like, uh, that's how we were raised, and that's how our mind was basically... Uh, computer right like that's the, that's what we're programmed yeah, supposed we're programmed. to be doing now are we being unprogrammed are we getting a new type of brainwash is that what you're it's uh, it's typical brainwash well because think about it we were brainwashed to think that male and female yeah yeah i guess i guess it brainwashed so. i guess brainwash doesn't necessarily need to be a negative no it could thing. be positive right too. it could be positive so yeah uh, in a way yeah brainwashed um i mean even me who at one point uh, when I was younger, I remember when I first came out, I was not okay with drag queens. And I was not okay with uh, transgender people. Because I'm like, why? why can't you just be what you're supposed to be and that's that, right? Like, you're a man. You're a freaking man. Why are you trying to be a woman? Years later, <laughs> I did drag. That's right. Several times. But why did you choose to do drag? It was, okay, so in the beginning, I think it was just a curiosity uh, of like uh, how much fun I would have doing it because when I went to a see and this is the like thing a back Pierce when I, well, when, <laughs> no like a it's fun though personality, like. no 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 no, no. Uh, you know what maybe a little bit now <laughs> maybe a little bit now okay. so once I started to go to the clubs and see them in that type of light I'm just like oh this is funny this is fun okay um it, it, it's entertainment so. I then respected the drag queen as an entertainer. As an entertainer. Okay. So it was respect there. They're making their money. They're they're working. I was still a little off when it came to the transgender people because now you're you're talking about I want to be a whole woman. Yeah. Or I want to be a man. That was still not clear to me. And in many I mean, I think I, I think it's pretty clear for me now. Um you just don't feel right. You don't feel okay. It's the extra stuff now, the plus, that's confusing me. Um, and I need to get schooled. In. But yeah, like I, I did that because I saw it as fun. And I'm like, okay. it's so, and, and then I learned the history behind drag queens and how it started where it was because females weren't allowed to be in a the theater. So men had to dress up. And yeah. that's where the whole like dressed as man, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking uh, about. So, so... That's where that all comes from. So, okay. It, it was a bit educational. And when I did it was actually in college when we were having a diversity week. I remember. So, because it was an educational thing and I was part of the LGBT club, I said, well, yeah, I have to be part of it. I have to do it. And I went all out. I went to the store. <laughs> and I, well, we went shopping yeah. and I tried clothes on in the, clothing room, in the fitting room. <laughs> and everyone at the store was like, oh, my God, you look so good. Whatever. You know, I, I got a wig made, you know. I, my makeup, I don't think, was on point, but <laughs> it was not on point at all. But, you know, I had fun, and I did it several times after that. And then well, the most recent was for Pride, uh, World Pride yeah, yeah. Uh, last year when, when I did it, and it was just fun. It was fun. That's what I do it for. 
um, I guess I guess during World Pride, I, that Sasha Fierce did come in, that alter ego <laughs> did come in, and I had a great time. But um, this time I actually did it with a beard. Did you really? Because I was not going to shave my beard. It takes too long to grow, and then I don't, I, yeah, no. I learned my lesson. How did the beard go over? It was fine. <laughs> I just made sure it looked cute, and, and then makeup. And <laughs> it looked fine. I don't even know how you put makeup over, like, this. I had to cover something up. Glitter and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just to make it look nice. I'm still having a hard time with my own face and I have no beard. I don't know how to give you credit. Well, you look pretty. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so, you know what? Yeah. Let, me, let me ask you this question. We're talking about how transgenders, you know, that was difficult for you to understand and how the drag queen, you didn't understand either, but you respected them once you figured out that they were working as an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Um, they were obviously welcomed in their own... I guess in the clubs, right? Mm-hmm. As, yes. as entertainers. Yes. But how about being gay? This is a good question now. What have like in your in your experience since working, since starting working, have you experienced any I don't know, maybe like setbacks or struggles while being gay? Or is it, you know, is it like gay and Hispanic? Is that something that like which one do you feel you are discriminated against for more in in you know, in the workforce pre-business owning? Pre-owning your own business. Okay, so pre-owning my own business. Um, and don't, you don't have to name any names. Don't name any names. <laughs> no, no, pre... <laughs> I can't afford to get sued for defamation. <laughs> no, pre-owning my business. Um, in the like in the workplace, as far as my career goes, I don't, I don't recall ever feeling like... Uh, Nothing? No. For I, gay? I, not necessarily. No, maybe maybe while I was working out in the street, someone would say something. Uh, but I, I worked in the social work field. Okay. So I think that the people that came to me were more so looking for help. Uh, they needed assistance with something. And they weren't really there to try to look for anyone else's flaws. Um, what about pre-social work? Pre-social work? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, what uh, would you say? I guess if I go further yeah. back, yeah. I mean, and and then again, that was also uh, years ago when when we were still fighting to to get things uh, to feel a little more normal for us. What did you, what would you say is like? So, how many experiences have you had where you were discriminated against for being gay versus how many you've had for being Hispanic? In the workforce, I should say, in the workforce. In the workforce, uh, for being Hispanic, uh, not so much. Maybe maybe once when I was younger, or, or twice, that uh, someone maybe called me a spick okay. uh, or a wetback yeah. for not getting their order correct. Well, you just you know, know <laughs> white people's terminology, they all put us in the same right. category. You're a weapon, or, or a beaner. Or, or Mexican, yeah. or, you know. Right, like, Mexican. I'm like really not Mexican. Like, it's supposed to be a bad thing. <laughs> no, I'm not. But no, uh, you yeah. like that? No, I think that that's the only... Uh, I've definitely been called a spick. I, I've been called a wetback. And Mexican, I've been called many, many, many times throughout school. Uh, and I still get called that. My husband yeah, calls me that. I'm and, like, and I I don't take offense to it anymore. Um, but but I, why not? See, that's important. Why don't you get offended anymore? Because I tell my 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 husband's brother all the time, stop calling me that shit. I ain't that shit. Yeah, and it's not I, offended to not to say like I don't want to be Mexican. It's just that I'm not that. Like right. why doesn't it bother? Well, me? I guess it, it, what I I'll correct myself. <laughs> 
Because you know I'm a hothead sometimes, if you get me there. Yeah. So I won't say that it doesn't bother me as much, but I'll say that I've definitely tolerated a little more, right? I, I guess I'll, I'll tolerate it a little more just because I sometimes the people that, that say it, it's, they're not worth my time. But there have been times where, like, you know, if they look at me wrong or they treat me differently or, you know, there have been times where I, I've said something to somebody in Spanish and they don't speak Spanish. I thought they were Hispanic. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, physically they have these traits and I thought they were Hispanic. So I would say something in Spanish and they're like, do I look Hispanic to you? Or, or no, they don't say Hispanic. They say, do I look Spanish to you? Yeah. <laughs> Which is wrong. It's Hispanic. Well, Spanish unless you're from, from Spain. Unless you're from Spain, which right. Which this chica is, so I <laughs> Well, you are, whatever. Um, they're like, do I look Spanish to you? every every person in South America and Cuba and Mexico is mixed with... Spanish. Exactly. So yeah. saying Spanish is not bad. It's not, but it's incorrect. Why? Because. How far back do you go, generational, well, I to mean, figure out who got conquered where? <laughs> you from, you from, I'm sorry, I am sorry. This, this is an anthropologist here talking, okay, so. I mean, if you want to get into that, then yes, you could be correct. I, I mean, technically. I mean, yes. yeah, technically, you can, you are, you no, are no, no, correct. Okay, let me ask you this other question. Do you believe that we all have African blood in us? I do. But, but oh, only because of no 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 Spanish. I'm not saying that we don't I just feel <laughs> but I mean if somebody says to me oh you African I you're incorrect yeah, I mean that's correct you're it, I'm Afro Latino right. oh god <laughs> well I mean and and again okay so so this is where and, and you're already going back to the whole LGBT plus 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 yeah, plus, plus, plus this plus, is plus. what you're doing yes, you're right. doing the plus 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 yeah so it so so. Because I've always still... been plus, plus, plus since I was a little kid. And people used to make fun and okay. call me names for being the plus part. You're not Spanish. You're so white. Oh, that drives me nuts, especially when... But you also want... <laughs> but you also want... Right, that's me. I say that. <laughs> but anyway, but you also want people like me then to understand that, yeah, it is correct. Spanish is correct. Yeah. I do have African descent. And then you have people like me that are like, I'm okay with the fact Just that I'm actually Latino American, Latino yeah. Americano or Hispanic. Yeah, but I I'm okay with it. those terms too. So, right. I, but I use them. I interchange with them. So I'm not mm-hmm. just. I don't just say I'm Spanish. I say I'm Latina or I'm from Latin America. I also say that I'm Hispanic, but I don't categorize. I don't put myself into just one category. Okay. Because okay. I know the history. As a matter of fact, you. Should, I don't know if you got. You have Netflix. You have Netflix. You have Netflix. Yes. Okay. Watch John Leguizamo's um, special. Uh-huh. I don't remember when he came out with it. A year ago, two years ago, maybe. The uh, something a history of Latin. The history of yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Watch it. It's, okay. It's so good that you will actually learn something about. Awesome. History on that. I, I will. Yeah. But it's important because we're talking about being, you know, discriminated here for being either gay or Hispanic. Mm-hmm. For me, I've always been discriminated against for either not being Hispanic enough, enough right. or being brown. And that comes from even some of my own family members. Uh-huh. And that comes from friends. And that comes from, like if I go down south, I've been spit at. I've been, I've been almost driven off the road because I was Spanish and I was driving, you know, just the speed limit, not 80 miles an hour, you know? So, I mean, I've had this, different experiences than you've had mm-hmm. so, you know I grew up here in my tiny little village of 
white right. people, where we, you know, <laughs> which is why Kim is now white with a white girl well, like, accent. Well, and I guess, I, I, I guess to you that also made it a, a little more difficult growing up because although you were raised here in this small town that's uh, predominantly, well, I don't is it still predominantly no, now white? No, it's, it's, like, it's very... It's like, I don't know what the demographics are, so don't quote me on the numbers, but I think it's like 10 to 20% okay. are a different ethnicity. Okay. Maybe on the lower spectrum. Yeah. It may yeah. even be less than 10, to be honest with you, but when I go to school and I drop my kid off at school or whatever, I've noticed that for every five to 10 white children, there is an Asian and Indian or Hispanic or okay. even... Um, the only one that I don't really see are, are, are blacks. There's only a, uh, maybe like Yeah, I have not seen many since I moved here. No. So I have not but you seen... would see them at the school. You would see them at the school. So I always take note at the school so I know how the demographics here are changing. Okay. And I've only seen like a couple of parents maybe and not even really that much. So I don't know if we have a large like African-American community here. I know that our Hispanic community has grown here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Asian population has grown here and so has the Indian population here. Um, which from when I was five, we're oh, I'm sure, yeah. I was one, in my class alone, for my, so I'm 36, when I was in kindergarten, I was the only true fully Hispanic child here. The other ones that were here was, one was like half white, half German, and half Argentinian. I don't know if you could technically call them <laughs> right. Hispanics because they're, they're mixed with German also. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then also another girl who was half Italian, half Ecuadorian. Okay. But neither of them... Neither of their parents spoke Spanish to the point where right. they had Spanish culture. I went to both their houses one time. There was no, like, you know, you can always smell oh, yeah. the food in their house. You, can, you always did they check? Did you check for adobo in their... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell adobo from a mile away from any Hispanic's house. You also know when they always have a tia in the house or, like, an abuelita in the house. It's, it's, a Hispanic house always has someone so. in the house. But when you go to a, 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 a house that has... Like a mix, like a half and half, you don't mm -hmm. always. And it, it's happened to me here, too. I don't always have yeah, someone here, yeah. Hispanic, like the way that I grew up or the way that right. maybe you grew up. Right. When you grew up, how many people did you have in and out of your house with family members? Oh, I mean, yeah, a lot. We we were, I mean, definitely <laughs> raised completely different. I, I was not raised in a small town, uh, predominantly white people. I was raised in a very predominantly Puerto Rican and Dominican city. So, uh, really, your town was like it was what town? What town? In Reading, okay, in Pennsylvania. Right. Wow, really? Reading is wow, yeah. There's there's a lot of white, but it, the takeover has been from Massive. Puerto Rican people and uh, Dominican that have come in and they've taken over. Uh, not a bad thing, it's but a good it, thing. It, it, it's it's definitely it, it definitely immersed me in the in the in different cultures. So, I, I do I, I do appreciate growing up there. Um, and then we were also raised to be a little tougher. So, I mean, bullying, that was not going to happen. No, nobody was just going to try to bully me and, and get away with it. That, that was just it. So I guess that's why even now when it comes to discrimination, I don't necessarily, I've grown up, right? Because otherwise I'd probably be locked up for every time <laughs> I do that. But I've definitely changed and I'll tolerate things. And now I, I combat it with more uh, of an educated side. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and, I, and I use my words and I make them feel small doing that. Yeah. You know? um, I didn't have that. You're lucky that you had that growing up because I, I didn't. Right. I actually had to learn how to turn the other cheek and keep my head down. Mm -hmm. It was something that my father and mother always told me. So my mother at home would be like, you know, 
don't let anybody harass you. You come tell me, I'll take care of it. But she never taught me to be strong on my own two feet, you know yeah, what I mean? No. Or And my dad either. They they spent their time here in this town, their head and their blinders on like this, head down, work hard. You can have what you want as long as you just keep your head down. Right, you know. Right. And for me, I grew up having to tolerate discrimination, discriminatory terms and slurs thrown at me daily by mm -hmm. not just the, the kids in my classes, but by the teachers, by administrators in school, um, by councilmen and, and police officers looking at me funny. It was always like a, a weird look. So while I benefited somewhat from growing up here with, you know, that term white privilege or mm -hmm. whatever, I mm -hmm. got to benefit from some of that, you know. Yeah, I didn't have to worry about drugs on every corner or not right. being able to go out at 8 o'clock at night, you know. But at the same time, I didn't have allies. I didn't have Hispanic allies. I didn't have a Hispanic heritage that would follow me and hold me in this community and embrace me. Right to make me tough on my own. I, I, as a matter of fact, I did not have that or get that until you and I met in college. You and Diego mm -hmm. were the ones who really like helped me figure out my Hispanic side. And, and it's, it's definitely shown you have a white husband. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so like that, all that comes from that. Yeah. In my case, my parents taught me to stand up for myself. If, if somebody hits you, you're gonna hit back. Don't come over here crying to me. Yeah. That somebody hit you because then I'm going to hit you. <laughs> so we were raised brother. completely differently yeah. when it comes to that. Um, and also because, yeah, we lived in a different uh, type of setting. Yeah. The city was just big, full of people. Um, I think that my parents, uh, and, I, and I definitely see where your parents came from, were coming from as yeah. far as like, like listen, they probably felt lucky, right? We're lucky to even be in this town. Uh -huh, uh -huh. We're lucky to be able to afford a house. We're, and, and, you know, they, they, they did really well for themselves. Um, where, it, it, and it's, it, it, it made you feel differently and, and it affected you in a different way. Where my father, he did really well for himself as well, but raised completely different. Completely different. It wasn't like stay quiet. My dad never stood quiet. <laughs> I know your dad. No. no, he doesn't. My dad came as an immigrant, yeah. and even while he was <laughs> here illegally, he would not stay quiet. There was no way you were going to keep that man quiet. No. That's and here he is, that. 34 years later, he has a great, he, you know, he's retiring from his, from his business. He makes a lot of money. Yeah. He's, he's definitely fine. <laughs> yeah, no, you know? that's, that's fantastic. Um, that's funny that you say that because my dad, too, he came, he didn't come, I don't think he came illegally. My Someone in the family back then mm -hmm. claimed him. I don't, I don't know. Right, that's how, you, yeah, that's you how they had to do it. Back then. You had to claim somebody. So when he came, he was 18, um, and he, he worked like four or five jobs just to, you know, like whatever the mm -hmm. minimum was, like three or four dollars an hour yeah, or whatever back ridiculous. then. And, and waited forever to get unnaturalized and whatnot. But to, to, for you to be like, not my dad, my dad was loud and proud, which is what I'm becoming loud and proud. I'm mm -hmm. teaching my kids to be opposite of what I was growing up. Right. Um, but, you know, what you, when you say about my parents, it's, it's true. Like, they must have been very lucky and also afraid of what right. would happen of if they did happen. speak out right. here in this kind of community. At least, right, at least in this community yeah. where, where we were raised, we didn't have to worry about that. None of that, yeah. Because everyone was basically, everyone had your back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we all had our bags, and, and everything was, you know, okay. We felt safe in that type of situation. Did they have? Let me ask you this question now. Because we're because we're Hispanic, we come from, even though we were raised differently, similar traits. 
very strict, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. very religious on certain aspects. Um, <clears throat> old school ways, definitely. There was a, definitely a lot of old school yeah, ways. Yeah. Work hard, do what you need to do yeah. to succeed, whatever whatever it takes, right? Um, but do you think that that old school mentality played a role in you becoming who you were going to become, like who you are now? Do you think you could have become who you are now sooner had your family maybe had your back when you came out as gay? Um... And did they like you know? I know some stuff, but did they like for the for this whole thing? Like, did they did they support you fully? Uh, was I was hard? raised with a father who's very machista, like yeah. he's a macho man, right? Uh, full of pride, and by all means, he deserves to feel that way. Yeah. Uh, to to be full of pride because of all of his accomplishments. Um, I remember his his thoughts for me were like I was going to be the doctor or I was going to study in China why <laughs> China People, I don't know I, mean, I guess that's where they well I a lot of Chinese doctors at least back then I know that all my doctors were Chinese oh, when okay. I was growing up so like his thing was like yeah my son's gonna go to China he's gonna study out there he's gonna be the greatest blah 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 <laughs> yeah no um <laughs> uh, he I was raised with a dad who's very very macho man so when coming out, uh, or at least the thought of coming out to me was a scary one. Yeah. Because I'm like, my dad's going to disown me. Uh, if anything, I thought my mom would be the one that would be all right, a little lenient and cool about it. Uh, remember, we're also coming from a religious background mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where since the age of one, I was raised Pentecostal. Mm -hmm. uh, so I thought that my mom, being that we had a tighter connection uh we would be okay but when when i came out and i and i was actually brought out my mom yeah. figured stuff figured out, out. <laughs> and she brought me out and told my dad before i even had a chance to tell oh, my dad okay. so she outed you first so she outed me and i'm like oh my god now my dad knows great he's gonna disown me i was very afraid it was the opposite of what I thought was going to happen. My mom was the one who I didn't speak to for two weeks. I was living with her, and oh. she's the one that I didn't speak to for two weeks. Wow. Uh, because she was just not okay with it. Uh, my dad, on the other hand, was the most supportive man. Wow. Really? And I think it's because, you know, as a father, you see your child grow up. You tend to see different things, and you notice some things are different. And a mother does, too. But I guess if she doesn't want to admit, and then at the end, even when she knows, it's still a little too, too difficult for her, maybe. Um, and that's not the story with everyone. Obviously, there are some fathers who uh, are way worse than my father was. <laughs> um, do I... So, so, I mean, from my dad, I always felt the support. Okay. I'll say that, that I always felt the support. Um, but being raised the way I was raised, uh, Pentecostal and... You know, you're still a man. Da 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 da. da. I, you know, I, I would never let that flamboyant part of it come out. I would never be gay, 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 gay. Like I'm not holding hands here. I'm not. You know, whatever people see as okay, gay. <laughs> but I, that was never me. Now I feel a little more free spirited, and I'll do whatever I want. Um, I pay my own bills. <laughs> but um, back then, it wasn't like that. But do I feel that uh, being raised that the way I was raised helped me to become what I am now? Absolutely. Um, but and do I you feel like, do you feel like if maybe you had more support, you would have become this 
entrepreneur, successful earlier? No, no, not not for me at least. I, I feel like I did get all the support. Even when in college, my dad paid everything. I never had to worry about loans or anything like that. My dad paid everything. If anything, I did not take advantage of that enough. Mm. Uh, he's always told me, as long as you're in school, I'll take care of it, but just make sure, you know. You stay in school, yeah. You stay in school. I, if anything, I did not take advantage of that. I, I hated school. Um, and eventually, I decided to go back on my own, and then I had to pay everything on my own because by then, I had lost my dad's trust yeah, yeah. when it comes to school. But I said I needed to do this. Um but no, like I, I always felt supported. And then I, I don't think that I would have been here faster if I had more support. Um, if anything, I think I was the one that paved the way to me being here. And, and I made everything happen later than what it could have choices. been. Uh, and, and there are way many other choices that I made in life that actually forced me even to to, to become this person that I am now. And you know about them, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But um uh, that kind of forced me to go in this direction. But even uh, so, that's that's shaped you and molded you. Oh, absolutely. And it's molded your mindset about what cho- choices now you have to oh, yeah. make to absolutely become stronger. I think that as soon as I hit thirty, my brain just like did a whole spinneroonie and just said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not doing this anymore." Um, it's funny that you had that happen to you at thirty, and mine was at mine is now at thirty six after four kids and wow. <laughs> well, I think maybe, I mean, knowing you, I think that maybe it did at 30, and if not even sooner than that. I think you already had a moment like this, but maybe now after being a mother, it's a different turning point, I guess. Just, I'm, I'm tired of um, always giving to everyone else and supporting everyone else. And I, you, I've definitely seen that change. Yeah, and not, and not it, being supportive of myself. It's a different Kimberly. Yeah. I don't do anything for me. I've always been... I'll do for you, you don't have to do for me, and I think it's because my parents always made me feel guilty for needing the help early on. Right, right. That was another thing, like, oh, you don't need the help. That's true. Yeah. You don't need the help, you got this. And so if you, you need help, here I am. You had that, so you yeah. had that. For me, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll give you the help that you need. I, ne- I never liked to go to them. When I was 18, I moved out on my own. They didn't even know I moved out. I just, I snuck out and moved out, right? But then, when I had my first daughter, life changed, and you know that for me. Right, I right, couldn't do course. things on my own, really, and I needed their help, and I feel like, as much as I love them, and I'm very grateful to them for all the help they did give me, I feel mm-hmm. like they've held it over my head. And that includes my sister, by the way, because it always comes up, when there's a, whenever there's like a family argument, it always comes up from like, maybe my sister, he'll be like, oh, oh, dad did this for you, and mom did that for you, and then my mom will say, oh, well, your father did this for you. And even when it comes to like, this house, my father has worked his whole life to be able to give his two daughters a home. He wanted to use to all his savings and buy me and my sister our own homes. It just happens to be that I'm the one who has the kids with the husband now, mm-hmm. and she's, she's still building that life for her. So he finally felt that I was settled in my life to do it for me, to give me that down payment. Mm-hmm. And even even with that, my mom made me feel guilty for that. So, you know, she just came up here, she told me, she, she, oh, well, the house, our house in Florida is going to Lindsay. I said, I said, I'm sorry, what? Why are you talking about this now? She goes, well, because your father gave you X amount of money for your own house. And because she hasn't bought her house yet, we're going to give her this house when we pass away. I'm like, but that's a $300,000 house versus what dad gave me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you understand the math on that, right? You're giving her like, like 70% more than what I even got. Only because you feel like, like she's not going to get a house. 
I said, okay, if that's how you feel, then that's how you feel. I'm like, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Like, but they always make me feel guilty, and I feel like because of that, I've spent my whole life trying to live up to this idea of who they wanted me to be, which is why I was asking you about that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's held me back. It's held me back in my own life, in my personal life, in my marriages, and with my children. And then now that I'm 36, even though I may have had this epiphany right. a decade ago, it took me that long to finally step up and have the courage to do it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, asking you about being gay and Hispanic versus me just being hetero and Hispanic, I feel like I've gone through some experiences mm-hmm. um, of discrimination only for being a woman who's Hispanic. You know, and that's why I was asking asking you because I wanted to know, like, is it harder? Is it harder? Like, okay, let, let's go to your business, right? So now you own your business. How long have you owned your business for? Uh, five years now. It'll be five years. So in the beginning, when you first started, very first started, did you need help from your dad to set up? Did you need money? Did you need anything? Oh, man. Clients? Uh, listen, like, what did you need? Uh, just going back just a little bit to everything you had mentioned, my dad... Although he did really well for himself, mm. that's one thing that he always told us. He's like, I'm not leaving you a house. <laughs> I'm not leaving specific? you any money. There's no will. What I'm leaving you is with your education. Wow. And while you need me, I am here. But when I'm not here, that is what I'm leaving you with. That has made my brain turn around and be like, it's work and hustle for you, buddy. Because that's all you got. Yep. And when my dad said, I'm leaving you with your education, I'm like, well, I kind of screwed that up a little bit too (laughs) because I didn't want to continue. Yep. Yep. Although I did go and, you know, I finished later, later, but I could have done more and it it probably could have been somewhere else right now. Maybe a doctor in China. <laughs> Maybe a doctor in China. Um, but that's what has like basically led me to where I'm at now. Uh, where I said, well, one thing my dad did also teach us is to, to hustle. Hustle, hustle, hustle. My father was the one who worked three jobs every day, seven days a week, to support his family. Not just his family here, but he also had two children in El Salvador that he left behind when he decided wow. to come here. So... You know, it, it, and then along with nine other siblings that were out there, he was, he's the, the oldest um, out of 10. So he's the one that would always support everyone back home. Wow. So he had a lot of responsibility. So that is one thing that he's taught us through his stories and through his actions. He's just looking at what he does uh, and how he helps out the family. That's one thing he's always taught us. Um, and that's something that I, I consider that's that's the will. That's his will. That's what he has left <laughs> that's for us. That's a legacy. That's his legacy. And, and um, we're going to, you know, that's what I've taken. Um, and as far as my business now, um, I guess encountering any type of discrimination uh, for either being gay or being Hispanic, I would say that I've, I've had more discrimination for being Hispanic than gay. Really? So um, in the cleaning business more... Right. And, and I, or like in regular work field, no. Right. And the cleaning business more than what I felt more. Wow, in the work, that's work surprising field. because you own your own business. You would think they would see you as owner and. Well, I think that they feel comfortable. And I say they, and when I say they, I will say white people. <laughs> um, and not just white people, but white assimilating 
non-white people. What does that mean? <laughs> people who are not necessarily white, but, you know. They have white views. They have them white views, right. Like them old school. Right. Okay. So they would look, I think that they feel comfortable with the fact that I'm there because I'm Hispanic. Ah. Because who cleans better than a Hispanic? The Polish, according to my mother. Well, I don't think so. But, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that that's that's a view that they have. Although I have felt like eyes looking at me, people following me around their house, um, you know, moving things to the side or putting it away in their drawer or taking it with them, like jewelry and stuff but like that. But do you think that that's a product of having a stranger in their home? It's, or it's a, yeah, yeah, maybe, absolutely, absolutely. I, like, even is there though, a specific experience you know and have that you can tell us that where you know that someone was doing it because they may have, maybe may it teetered on racism? Well, I have clients who, oh my God, maybe I shouldn't. But <laughs> I do have clients who are uh, currently Trump supporters. Oof. Who will purposely, and, and maybe they were just watching or whatever, maybe they were, I don't, I don't know, but purposely, when I get to their home, they turn on Fox News. And TV's blasted. <laughs> Sometimes they're not even home. Just for you to hear it all through the house. <laughs> Sometimes they're not even home. They'll leave the house and the TV stays on. And maybe they're doing it because, oh, you know, maybe he'll be entertained. Yeah. But, let's, but I don't think that... Uh, Why not just put music on? I, I don't think that it, 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 the way things are going on in this country right now, I don't think that any Hispanic... <laughs> oh, oh, some. I'm not going to say any because there are some. I don't think that uh, I would feel comfortable with that. And again, it's not that they... Um, they just do like... They turn it on when I get there. Yeah. And... I I don't let anyone know my political view. I, and you, even, as my best friend, could probably guess what my political view is. Uh, but no. <laughs> or you would think you know, right? But you, you, you know. So I don't, I don't let people know that stuff. Wait, I mean, uh, wait, wait, wait. On this topic real quick, I faintly remember, like, very early mm, on, mm, 2015, mm, you may be mm, liking Trump a little mm, bit. I faintly remember this conversation. <laughs> you did, didn't you? You did. Uh, guilty. That, Look at that face. That's no, guilty face. Not right that there. I liked Trump. Um, it was what he represented. But I, but I, I, as a business owner, right, I had to, I had to then think, not that I had to, but I, I thought differently. Or, or, or I still do think differently. So and, and, and for mentality. some, <laughs> that's a little much. Uh, the whole drink, that's a little much, right? <laughs> that's a bit much. But I was looking at the things that could... He could do for business owners. Do for business owners, things that I can definitely, you know, take advantage of. Um, well, how much of that did he make it good on for small business owners? I don't think it, it, I don't think it was great for bis small business owners. Um he, he wasn't that awesome for taxes for, was, for like the middle think, class. Yeah, I, I don't think it was. But again, he well, was good for I, real estate. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and, and that's the mentality I guess I had, whatever. Uh, and, and even now, like I said, I, I don't let anyone know what do my you political wanna, views are. Do you want to tout your support for any particular candidate with only a month and a few weeks away? Uh, I should. Uh, and honestly, I, I is it is it Bernie Sanders? <laughs> <laughs> I'm voting for Kimberly Pinder. <laughs> no, I'm not. I I I've, I know who I'm voting for. Uh, well, I would hope so because I know who I'm voting like for, 
am I happy with my decision? I don't, I feel like you the choice is You can say it, it's just, it's a, it's a oh. podcast. Yeah, I'm voting Biden. Why are you voting Biden, though? Uh, see, there you go. See these questions, you see? Edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I want to know. I'm not voting for Trump. I'm not voting for I, Trump. I don't, I... I was this close in 2016... Because he was the lesser of two evils to me. I didn't, and I did not want to vote for Hillary. And I think that that's why a lot of people voted. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's definitely. That's why my mom shaking voted. things up a yeah. lot. Um, but I think he's shaking it up a little too much. Uh, a lot of lies. Uh, oh yeah. You know, uh, and, and and I kind of you know sometimes even with this whole like coronavirus pandemic, I I I, I see where he was saying that he didn't want to. His job was to calm the nation, but not lie to us. He was supposed to... Right, so in trying to calm the nation, he was trying to, like, I guess he he didn't say everything that was going on just so that everyone doesn't go crazy. I kind of see how maybe I have done that many times in my lifetime. We've all done it. Uh, Right. That's why I don't criticize. Like, Like, my husband likes to criticize sometimes in that aspect. And I'm like, you know what? He's not a. Pre- he was never presidential. He was a business owner was never who that. never had to appease anyone besides his own self. Right. So right. when he he's, this is his first attempt. So when he talks when he talks about speech, if he's not reading what the guy <laughs> gave him, that's horrible. That, that's <laughs> horrible. <laughs> yeah. Throw the whole president away. No. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I I think that um, not to say that voting Biden would be the, you know, an amazing choice i feel like uh things would kind of go backwards to the way they were which wasn't necessarily crazy bad but it wasn't the best Um, he's not he's not i don't think he's future oriented because he's still stuck when he was like a politician i feel like we're gonna be going back to uh obama era or maybe even back a little more before that i think maybe like to the clinton days when when the super predators that's what we're we're gonna i feel like that's what he's gonna do the only reason why anybody's gonna vote for biden now is because they want peace people are saying oh he's divided the country no honey the country was already divided before him he was just here talking loud about it that's it yeah and now everyone just feels comfortable putting how they feel out there a little more. But it's and, okay and, and, because we have that thing called free speech. It's an actual right, amendment. So of we should be allowed to say how, whatever we want to say. But this is why I say there is a difference between dumb talk mm-hmm. and smart talk. So if I tell you, I don't fucking like you because you're fucking brown, okay? Make and, it make sense. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, it should be like, I don't like you because I don't understand you more than than just being brown. I don't understand why a Hispanic person is able to get um, a better job than I am, and I've been here my whole life. You know, this wasn't even his first country, but he's he's been naturalized. When you say it that way, you sound more intelligent. Right. You understand? So, but then but then also accept and welcome and the it, response. And it allows us to respond in like, well, we do toilets. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Not for nothing. And I will give you a really good example. When when. My husband's mom mm-hmm. lost her job or wasn't getting paid well enough mm-hmm. as she was a security guard somewhere. She wanted to leave. But every interview they went gave her at another security, they wouldn't give her a promoted job to a higher level. Right. And it was right. because she didn't go to college and she didn't have anything than a high school diploma. The only training she had was being like the security guard at right. a at a at a bill at a I think at like an apartment building or something like that. So when they gave her when when she when she was offered to do CNA, she got her CNA license, right? She didn't like the fact that she would be making less money, but CNA has room to grow. Mm-hmm. And then when you get your experience, you could then take it and become like an LPN and R, which makes more money than even the security right. guard. But 
when she was when she when I told her, you know, you could just go clean houses and make more money. You'd make more money cleaning houses than as a security guard. And I think she's making like twelve or thirteen dollars an hour, which is not much. It's not much. Even the last couple of years is not much, yeah. right? But you can make more money cleaning houses. Absolutely. Than than that. Her answer, if I if, if my memory suits me well, is like, I clean my house already. Why do I need to clean somebody else's toilet? <laughs> I'm not doing that. It's like it's almost like white people have this mentality like they're too good for the hard work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that counting taxes or you know right. being being like a, a teacher is is not hard. Yes, it's hard in that industry. Of course. But if you lose your job, the difference between a white person and a Hispanic person is always going to be I think it's what that, we're willing to do. It's that hustle mentality, yeah. uh, and it comes from uh, you know depending on where you're coming from as well, because you may not get that same. Uh, mentality from a, sper- a person that comes from Europe. Yeah, no. You may not. Wait, I mean, you I may. You, you may not. But when you say from Europe, you mean European white? Uh, European, European Hispanic? Like European Hispanic. Like Hispanic. I you may. Know. I don't know that. Yeah, we don't know. I, I've not dealt with that. Um, but I know, I, I have definitely seen the struggles that when you're from Central America, the struggles that you, I mean, you're raised yeah. In the struggle, and you are taught to hustle. It's literally what you have to do. Yeah. Even if you want a cup of water. Yeah. So you have to do this. Um, so that that has definitely that that pushes them that when they're here, it's what you have to do. Yeah. My dad looks at me, he's like, Well, you know what? You didn't want to finish school and you don't want to continue doing what it is that you're doing. Start a cleaning business. And that was my mentality at first. I was like, what? <laughs> what do I look you, like? Yeah, because you were raised I'm here. like, I'm American. Yeah, I I'm a U.S. citizen born here. I know English and Spanish. Yeah. I'm like, I should be able to I, do something I better should. than that. And that's exactly what my dad said. Yeah, you should be able to do something better than that. And here you are doing nothing of it. Uh-huh. And that's so, the entitlement. That's an entitlement thing that all I, Americans right. have. I had it too. Right. I had right. it too. But you know what? I don't care about cleaning toilets because if I... I, I No, I, I know. You don't. I, I'm that woman who, <laughs> when my first daughter was born, I was so in my freaking underwear just to not have holes in that bitch. And no, Alex, I did not put that hole in there by myself. It just happened because they were old. I mean, oh I mean, just to save money now, like, I won't buy bras, like... I have, like, bras that are, like, five years old. I don't change them out. Right. I just delicately wash them by hand, like, old school from 1939, and then I hang them, you know? But, but that, that's that's the mentality you have, you know? You, and that's what led me to start the business. Because I said, well, damn, okay. I guess I have nothing else going on right now. I really should, you know, do something. But you know what? That business has grown. Oh, no, absolutely. And then this going back to what you were asking before about did my father help me with all that stuff. In that sense, he did. Um, He helped me by telling me, Alex, start your cleaning business. (laughs) What he said to me was this. If you would have started your business 10 years ago, when I first told you to do he had told me before in the past, if, when I first told you to do it, before you decided that you wanted to be a social worker <laughs> making crap money, yeah. if you would have started your business 10 years ago when I told you to, where would you have been now? And I'm like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. And looking at it five years in, hell yeah, where would I have been now? Yeah, no, that's, that's If I true. would have started 10 years ago. 
uh, now it would be 15 years into the business, where would I have been right now? Probably in a suit and a tie and a table telling the people, okay, people, let's get together my new marketing campaign. Right. And Not even. I somebody else is doing that. Workers. Not even. Someone else <laughs> doing that for me. Sorry. And you're just collecting the checks. And I'm in <laughs> another country or something, just hanging out. But you know what? The, but, your dad's mentality is right because I feel the same. No one told me that. For myself, but for me, I've recently told myself that had I had made the decision to actually go after my passion instead of taking stupid odds and ends jobs mm-hmm. every other mm-hmm. corner just to save a penny, maybe I'd be somewhere yeah. better. Maybe instead of my, my podcast and my online publication site, maybe I, I could have had that already being successful yeah. instead of starting it now at 36. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I congratulate you on all that and everything that you're trying to do. I Thank definitely you. do because I don't. I don't think there's ever a, a time that's too late to do any of that. Um, the world is changing. Times change. Everything changes. And, and this is something new. Ten yeah. years ago, this wasn't really even a yeah, thing. Yeah, no, yeah. So, like, obviously, uh, that wouldn't have worked, right? Yeah. But, you know, as, as time changes, as time goes by, there's new things. There are new things that we can get into. And now the new mentality, even for me, it's like, streams of income different yeah. streams of income so yeah. the fact that you can do that that's awesome so i congratulate you well, on that you. and i'm happy about that i was very happy when you did the whole real estate thing and you got into that i, I thought that was awesome real estate is still something i want to get into <laughs> there are reasons why i can't right now but there, that's still something i want to get into and perhaps i could get into it uh, in a different way than yeah. what i you know being an agent and stuff like yeah, that you don't have to be an agent uh, you right even own a property and, and i've definitely and learned that sell or rent so all right so back to back to what we were talking about before about biden and trump hispanics and and the whole politics because we were talking about being hispanic we were talking about being gay and whether or not you know it's very helpful you know to have biden in office to do this right to, to help us out but now we're going to welcome my husband, Bill, onto the podcast as well. Bill, you want to come stand over here and come take a seat, please? Hey, Billy. Long time no see. <laughs> uh, so we're hopping back on here, and my husband has not joined the conversation, um, who has also just dropped a bomb on us, saying that he's a, a now conservative, which his brown wife is not too happy about. But whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> I gotta I'm going to defend Billy here. He said he's just thinking he's a little more conservative. <laughs> Thank you. That's what he said. I, I will always come to your defense, Thank though. Thank you very much. You know, I love you. Love him. Of course. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But that is what he said, Kimberly. Oh, whatever. That's true. That is true. He's feeling more conservative. I'm not alt-right. Thank you. I didn't say alt-right. You better not be alt-right. Divorce. <laughs> Divorce. Well, divorce, that's a very liberal mentality, Kim. Divorce? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not totally liberal, but I'm not fully conservative. All right, well, look, let's talk about Biden. We, we, we were just talking about Biden, and, and, and we didn't understand why he would be the better choice, right? Especially for the Hispanic community, because he just did that despacito little video, right? Oh, yeah, for the Hispanic Bad community. Train. Yeah, no. That, that shit was batshit crazy, no. That's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, just dance, like a white guy dancing in his 70s to Despacito when he can't even pronounce the lyrics is going to say, I'm pro-Hispanics. <laughs> it's like a, a racist person saying, I'm not racist because I have... Hispanic I have friends or I have black yeah. friends. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I watched it and I... Watched <laughs> That's just... Ugh, it's disgusting. equivalent to Trump... Right. Eating the tacos on Cinco de Mayo. On Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I, the same thing. I, again, like getting, getting on it about how, I, I guess he's the, uh, 
better choice or not, right? We're not ones to decide, right? We're obviously, it's I, it's well, it's what we think. To be the ones to decide. Well, no, well for ourselves, right? Us right. And, among, and oh, everybody people. else. Yeah. Right. So. We're like, who's who's the better choice? Because we're we're three very different people. Correct. He's he's white, pro cop. Wait, you're white. <laughs> What is it come? You're 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 Hispanic Latino, right? But right. you're a different kind of Latino than I am, obviously, because right. you're more Hispanic. I was poor. <laughs> I was poor twice in my life, selling my underwear and shit. Um, and I'm like a white kind of Hispanic because I, I I bleached here, right? So, all right. So we all have different views on on who we think would be the best one. So I'm gonna ask Billy to go first. Billy, why are you saying you are? A little more conservative now. It's a good question. It's a good question. You're, so you're married to a, to a brown girl, so you got right. four brown kids. Half and half, brown, brown and white. I don't know about that last one. <laughs> she grew up with brown white. <laughs> um, I just with the way the the protests are going, and how it seems more on the liberal or democratic side, whatever label you want to give this shit, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. It's a different view. Um, but the way it seems that everybody's just kind of giving in and letting the rioters, I'm not going to say protesters, because there's protesters and then there's people that are rioting. True, very true. It's different. So, with the rioters, it seems that they're just kind of giving them free reign, do whatever the fuck they want. damage people's property, people who make a living off these little stores and little restaurants and all that shit, and they're kind of just giving in and just letting it happen so they, they get their fucking vote come November. But who's they? You mean the, the Democratic Liberal Party? Like? Yes, yes. And on the other side, now. it seems like they're all... As far as Trump goes, he's saying he's law and order. But to be law and order, you can't just drop a hammer every fucking time and say, well, this is how we're going to do it, da 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 No, you have to have some, you have to be able to bet. You have to be malleable. You can't be just so rigid and strict, because that's how we got to where we are in the fucking first place. Okay. But now... you got to be somewhere in the middle. But do you think Biden is the right kind of middle? I don't know. I don't know who is better. I really don't. So with only a month away, what do you plan to do to get to like that point, to get to that decision? Because that's an important thing to do. We I only understand. Have a month left. How many, in other words, like, how many voters are out there like him, like Bill, who feel the same way? I, I think that that's what's going to make this whole situation. First of all, the whole New Jersey, I said every state, I think it's just New Jersey, the whole, like, mail-in ballot. Yeah, yeah. I, I learned about that and I said, whoa, buddy. Okay, that's different. So that's going to be one thing. I feel like there's already going to be a lot of issues with that because, I mean, I'm the type of person that grabs an envelope and I leave it in the house and it's just right. on the table. And, and yes, it is something that I should really pay attention to, yeah. but I don't even open my bills. <laughs> uh, you know. I don't think anybody does anymore. <laughs> right. So, like, I don't even open my bills. So, like, I don't even worry about those things. But the only reason why I know is what it is is because I've been expecting it. Yeah, because this yeah. year I'm like, I really need to do something, right? Yeah. I really need to go out there and vote. The only reason why I know that I had to pay attention to this one, is, first of all, it's like it's huge. It's a big yes. old packet. But, um, you know, I also have been expecting it because I know that this year I need to do something and I need to make sure that my vote is in there. Um, but I do feel that, uh, did I forget? <laughs> what were they, where were they going? It's tricky when you're on the fucking, you're under the gun. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go. No, All right. Was I done? I don't know. Are you? <laughs> 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 it's all going in the podcast, Mark. Good. 
See, I, I, I didn't. I, I, it's done. But I, like I said, I know I have to do whatever. I have to do something. I have to vote this time. So you can go ahead and add on what after you that. Vote this time. You didn't vote with two dogs. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> that I have to vote. Oh, okay. So look, this mail-in ballot that you just brought up, right? I'm, I'm not happy with the fact that we got the mail-in ballots based on the pandemic. Okay. I didn't ask for that in the sense like I'm afraid to go vote. You know I got sick. I got sick for, what, six, seven months, right, Bill? Mm -hmm. Okay. I've been sick for a long time. The pneumonia came. Couldn't really go anywhere. It was contagious for all those months. But I'll be damned if I wasn't going to show up at the freaking voting place to go vote. I would have gone with my, I bought a face shield. I, I had gloves. I would have gone with my mask underneath that face shield. I was going to vote. I would have waited in line to vote. Okay? It didn't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I think that was the problem with what Governor Murphy did. I don't, I don't dislike him because I actually, I like him, I voted for him, but I disliked this. This was something I didn't feel was necessary to do. Pandemic and all. People who wanted, he, he could have removed the restrictions on it. Vote, you know, get the mail-in ballot, sure, no problem, here's the mail-in ballot. And then the ones who wanted to go in person to go do it. Now on the other hand, with that situation, you know, there's this whole movement where they don't have enough people who even can work the voting booths. Yeah, that that's that's it's like I, a whole that's the main decision I uh, make it right there. The reason why that even happened, and then I guess there was also ways where, I mean, from what I've heard, I guess that they were that there were also ways where people could vote twice. Uh, yeah, oh, yes, that's correct. And that would have been another issue. Like, imagine, no. I mean, if, if that was the case, okay. I would definitely. If you have dual, I would have voted twice. <laughs> But that, that's Dual supposed residency. to be illegal, but it, they would not have caught it until it was too late. And right. here's the other problem with that. Mail-in ballots. Where are your... You have, you live here in New Jersey, but you used to live in Reading, Pennsylvania. Did you ever vote in Reading, Pennsylvania? I did not. I never voted in Reading, Pennsylvania. Okay, so you're one of the lucky ones. You did not vote, but were you registered? I was registered. So do you should call your mom and ask, hey, did I get a ballot there? Would I have received one there even if I registered yes. here? Here's why. Billy's brother is up here. He mentioned today that their sister told him... He got him one up for he, up here and one for where yeah. he currently lives. Uh, so he's got two. So there's already this... And by, the way, he's, and by the way, for everybody who's listening, uh, my husband's brother is a Trump supporter, like a thousand percent. So it's not just liberals who are getting double ballots in dual states. No, it's Trump supporters, too, who are getting dual ballots. So now he's wondering, well, what, what the hell do I do? So he's registered to vote here, and he's registered to vote in PA. Now, is that a problem for him, or is that a problem for the states? It'll obviously become a problem... For the states, but he already said he was going to vote twice, just like you're saying. He's going to oh vote twice God. for Trump. So, is that really is that really the American people's like, problem? If if we're going to go this mail in ballot or digital, yeah, there should be a central registry like your social security number. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree. Everything's entered into a, one single fucking database. Yep. You enter all your information in. You pick your choice of for whatever it is you're voting for and that's it then you're locked out and it's done i don't understand why we can't do though that with that technology technologically for, because here's why here's why ready we can go online with our social security numbers our name and our address i take a photo of our id front front and back and submit it all online okay to get a mortgage and then that mortgage person will approve us send us a pre-approval letter then we can give that pre-approval letter to get a house and then when the paperwork is all said and done, submit that to the mortgage company and get approved for a loan. All digital. Well, I think that it also has to do with all this hacking situation that has been going on. But then why don't, why don't they stop financial <clears throat> institutions from allowing online digital 
Well, it's a different thing when it comes to voting for the president, I think, to them. To them, this... I don't know. Somebody it's, losing... It's holy, but if it was... For the government, I think it's more important to them to, to figure that out than to have somebody, oh, somebody stole my identity. No, but not that. It's about money. It's about money. People can hack the accounts to get money. You could be... You can go on to an account and... But that's something you deal with. There's insurance. Banks have insurance for that. They can cover all that. That's fine. When it comes to voting for the president and, and not having any discrepancies there, uh, it's easy. I mean... Russia's done it, right? Well, yeah, okay, Russia's, yeah. Isn't well, it easy alleg for... Allegedly. Allegedly, right. Allegedly. So, allegedly, <laughs> Russia's done it. So, it's it's easy... Allegedly, it's easy for anyone... involved in it, too. Well, you know. I'm not it's, it's to possible. It it's possible that, you know, that system gets hacked. But we're in, we're in 2020, about to be 2021. We're in the era of everything being digital. I mean, the president himself is using social media to alert to like make foreign announcements. I think that there's definitely a way to do it without having to worry about being hacked so often. I mean, yes, our, even our own government has, be, has been hacked. Did you know that our, our, I think our oh, CIA course. or our FBI has been hacked? Their data has been breached. Well, this is, this is why. But then again, there's... But they haven't stopped using. They don't go to, back to paper. True. They still use digital stuff, but so you, why you can, not? You can go back to paper. You know what you do? You make um, election day a national holiday. Yes, that's true. That would be, that would be that's something helpful. that needs so, to... Yeah. A, paid, a, a paid holiday. It's crazy. But I don't understand how that's the most important day of our of our year. And we're not off of work. And we're not off of work for that. Because it's, it's the limit. The and then the you see some of the... President Trump, if you're listening to this, if you get reelected, I think you should make election day a national holiday. It's time. <laughs> it's time. Yeah. I think it's very important. And, and the thing is that... And then they, they have the stations open, the polls open until like 6 p.m. sometimes. People sometimes don't get off of work till five. Or they don't or make seven. it. Or, or right. I, I mean, saying you're regular nine to fivers. Yeah. You don't get off of work till five, and then to have to, to be the six. Yeah. To, like, well, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong with the nine I, to five things. I mean, like, who's going to rush around to go vote? A lot of people decide not to for that reason. And also having making it making election day a holiday would be very helpful to many. Not it just helps many, nice. but what? Who is it favoring now? The way it is now. <laughs> what do you mean by who is it favoring now? Only Republican, the Democratic. No, both sides of the is, is it is it favoring any party right now for it to stay the way it is the way it is now? Yeah. To have the polls shut down at six PM. Is that favoring any particular party, do you it think? Is, it's always that, that that right there has always favored the Republican Party. Right. Always. Why? Because they don't want minor the minority People who's to, usually out there working yeah. late hours, yeah. who do the extra hours, who, who do the... 12, 14 hour jobs, yes. Correct. That's where all that gerrymandering and all that red line, all that stuff came from. Exactly, and that's another reason why they yeah. may not want to make that. I feel like the Democratic Party would be the one well, to look, change look at that. Well, look at what happened in Florida. Remember how um, Florida voted to allow uh, people who served their time and they were done to regain their vote, and that was approved? Well, obviously, the Republican Party there, the governor... Decided, well, yeah, you have your vote, but guess what? Now we're tapping on all your fees and everything that you have to pay before you can even vote. Right? You heard about that on the news? Wow. Well, guess, guess who just came out and fundraised like $16 million? Bloomberg. To pay those fees. So wow. they can vote down in Florida. Because that's how fucked up the party is down there. Yeah. They try to yeah. suppress votes in any way, shape, or form. I think, I mean, they, their own people spoke. The Florida, The Floridian people spoke. By voting yes to give them their votes back, okay? They, the Republican government there, chose to create their own loophole yeah, yeah. so that they didn't have to do what the people wanted. Right. And I think that that's where the Republican Party fails. They don't even recognize their own bases, wants, and needs. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, and how and Florida for the most part is what? It's Republican. Yeah, and also there are a lot of older. Oh, I'm like people and a lot of Hispanic and minorities. Hispanic, yeah. You know. Yeah, Cubans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that it's uh. You know what's funny? The Hispanics love Trump. You know what? I'll tell you. I will keep. In Florida, I, you mean, or? No, I mean like I. There's every, a lot of. I've every Hispanic because, I talk to is Trump. Well, I love Mr. Trump. Well, Mr. remember Trump. that that accent. <laughs> <laughs> no, they. I I think that it's it's it goes back to what we were discussing before about your parents and that how they needed to assimilate. Yeah. They needed to follow, go along with what is happening no, uh, or no, what's supposed to be. You know what my sounds... mother said? Why she voted? Because he represented the opposite of Castro. And where she grew up, there was Fidel. Okay. And I've heard the same thing from other people, not Cubans, from like Bolivia, from Peru, from like other, other countries, uh, like uh, Venezuela, who talk about how they've had these militant style regimes where then they see the Republican Party who has similar ideologies. But that right. are pro-religious too, anti-abortion, God for all, you know what I'm saying? And so the, a lot of Hispanics feel like that's the party for them. And I'm, I'm, I'm almost shocked by that because the Republican Party is usually the ones that want to put these limitations on the minorities. But because of all that, yeah. the religion being a, a, a big a thing one. for Hispanics, that's the reason why they do that. But do you think that this is going to be... Because the Hispanic vote now I think is going to turn out. And I don't know why I feel that way, but I feel like Hispanics are going to be the reason why Trump either takes it or loses it. For Biden. They're going to come out for Biden. Oh, yeah, Trump. Despacito. Yeah, because of Despacito. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think they're going to come well, thank out. Thank you, Biden. I think many Hispanics, the ones that we don't really realize, are out there. I think the Hispanics, the older ones who have never voted before, mm-hmm. who were too afraid of, I think Trump, in a way, has given them this ability to speak loud. And here they are. They're still voting for Trump. Yeah. I mean, the deporta- deportation happens on, on both yeah. whichever party it is. Right. But, um... Oh, yeah, did it Barack Obama uh, like, of course. deport more than Trump? Yeah. In his first four years or something like that? Yeah. But as, you know, as hard as Trump is going against all these people, there are still people out there who... And I don't understand why. I'm a Trumper. Because oh, well. it's good for business. I've said this time and time again. And, and that's Illegal what, and, immigrants are good for business. Why? Because they're afraid to get in trouble. They. But that doesn't make they're sense. They're cheap labor. But that doesn't make sense with what he's saying. Trump Why? He's saying Trump is against the minority people, especially Hispanics. But he's, he's, saying, he's saying he's against illegal immigration, right? He's putting out mm-hmm. this image. Yeah. But he's not deporting them, right? As high a number as Obama, that's what we're saying. Well, no, no, that was a. F- I don't know what it is now, but I know that in. I don't know what it is right Trump's now, but in the beginning, year, yeah. Or in the in the beginning, in his first year or his second year, mm-hmm. everyone was touting how uh, Obama actually deported more people than President Trump was, mm-hmm. even with Trump's new ICE laws and so everything. So from like one year, Obama's. I don't know if it was year one or. Year so year they, they were. Uh, they were just comparing the numbers. Comparing the numbers and comparing the amount of time that yeah. they were yeah. serving as president. How Obama had sent more people Yeah, in his out. four years, I think, than, than, than Trump was... Was Trump was projected yeah. to do in his yeah. four years? Right. Yeah, and I think that... I don't, I'm not sure, so nobody... I don't, I'm not sure right. what it right. is now. Because Trump is ending his fourth year now. So I don't know if maybe they're neck and neck or if it's still Barack Obama who deported more. I haven't... That would be an interesting yeah. thing to look up in a, for a different day, but... The truth is, is that Trump has been touting for a really long time that he does not want illegals. And I understand that, but illegals make up a big portion of corporate 
of corporate like farms, the big ones, because they need undocumented mm -hmm. workers to work for less wages. Because let's face it, we were talking about this before. No white American-born person here wants to go pick watermelons or oranges for and, cash at five dollars per. And the per amount of work that they do on these farms yeah. is ridiculous. Twelve-hour days mm -hmm. of forced. But again, it, it, it's what has been driving the economy when it comes to that part, right? Because if it was Americans doing these jobs, there would be no such thing would as... Be the, yeah. would be through the roof. There would be no such thing as working more than eight-hour days. Exactly. Working mandatory weekends. Yeah, exactly. All that, and that would obviously all impact... The, all the workers' rights that every worker should right, have in right. this country, but because they're undocumented... They don't get the same rights. They don't get the same treatment. So they're, they're cheap. They don't... They don't get the health benefits because they're right. not officially working for them. But, you know, as I'm listening to us talk about this, I'm wondering if this is not as similar to the Chinese working houses and sweatshops oh, yeah. that they have there. Yeah. It, it, We're it always is. complaining We're about China. It's calling it something different. It's just a different brand. But that's what I'm saying. Like, So why is it that we're complaining about China all the time? Like, We, we do similar tactics. Because we like to hold ourselves up to a higher standard. Yeah, even we're, though we're the United, we're corporate the United America States, we're fine. give two shits. Yeah. Corporate well, America is about profits. Well, we're always going to be about profits. It's all about the dollar. Well, that's how come our president and our both party system is always having their puppet strings pulled because corporations are the ones who pull them. Yeah, yeah. When a corporation is done with you or they think you can't do anything more for right. you, yeah, think about how, how all the corporations jumped from Trump to Biden because Trump's numbers were going down. They were seeing what he was not able to do with the country. They're like, oh, fuck him. He's not going to be good for us. We're going to go the other side. Yeah, because hasn't Fox also, like, um, they haven't been portraying him in the best of lights recently, right? Recently, yeah. yeah. There's been some, yeah, he that have for He was great for ratings. Now he's Then bad. he was bad for ratings. So they're going to shit on him now, which is good for ratings. Which is good for ratings. Yeah. Correct. It's crazy. It's crazy how, like, that's turning... I mean, we know that this is the economic model, but still, that's just crazy how that works. And it's yeah. unfortunate the economic model is weaved into everything. Of course. I mean, <laughs> we wouldn't be, everything. like... We wouldn't be this great country economically if we didn't if we didn't do that, but in the, at the end of the day... Right, but certain... I, I wish certain things... And, and this obviously it's a wish. Certain things were exempt from having to be so... Money-oriented? Money-oriented. So... Their, their lifeblood had to come from money, like the media. You mean like yeah. back in like the 1770s? Yeah, you know what I'm Revolutionary War? Make like, America great again. Yeah. Bring it back to the yeah. city. <laughs> Make America great again. You bring know that's a barter Reagan's, That's Reagan's slogan? Oh. Missing one word. Reagan's was, let's make America great again. And Trump's is make. That's why so many people, like the older generation, voted for because they all remembered Reagan. They thought he was going to be like Reagan, Reaganomics, the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's going to put drugs down. It's, you know, it's something to be said. Like, here, here's the funny part about it. And I tell this to everyone in the media. You hear something in the media that makes you mad, go research it and research both sides. Listen to both sides and then listen down the middle. And then make an, an intelligent decision about what you're about to say. Because if you don't really understand both sides of it, or, or any of it, and you don't know any of the facts, you don't know anything. Wow, you're right. You're not gonna what? I didn't realize Reagan used the same the same fucking term. No, Trump used the same. <laughs> Trump, well, Trump used the same. Trump. Let's. And the only reason why it's not copyrighted is because he wrote the word Let's make America great again. Yeah, that was it's Reagan. It's the same thing. You know what's funny? Research. Like, <laughs> we are nostalgic about the '80s right now. Yeah. Right, and our current president is using the same slogan. As president from the 80s. But he only did that because he liked Reagan. 
And even though he was a Democrat, he he, he showed that money to the Clintons too during during the yeah. frame. Yeah, was it he at, at someone's wedding? At, I don't remember which wedding, but I know he does the, pictures the of him with wedding. them and shaking hands and stuff. So it's not like he was, he wasn't always Republican. He was a Democrat who wanted to be a president who said, oh, how do I get on? Oh, you got to be on the Republican ticket. Okay, gotta, I'm Republican now. You got to get, get in with the establishment. Yeah. So that's he, he did exactly what businesses do. He saw an opportunity and took it. Exactly. Ultimately, okay. the president is just a face. So, let me ask you this question now. Now that we're so America has been known to be strong with morals and lay the groundwork for the future, right? How is it possible that we have backed someone who's so flimsy on their own morals, their own principles? I, I call someone who goes from Democratic to Republican for an opportunity like that flimsy. That's flimsy. That's whack. That's what I'm gonna say. That's whack. Since we're talking about the 80s and the 90s, that's whack, y'all. Okay? If you're a Democrat, be Democrat. Be Democrat. Yes, you can vote for, you know, some Republican I, policies, but you don't switch parties just to become president. I, I think that, I mean, anyone can obviously change their views, right? And I don't think that that's what happened here, obviously. No. I think that he just did it for that reason. Yeah, I do too. Um, Benefits. Yeah, he was going to see what's going to work for him, and well, apparently it did. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is a business mentality. Exactly. And that's what... That's why people, I think, voted for him. They they wanted someone that was gonna, like I said, run run the country as a business and, and make it and not like a politician. And not like a politician. But I don't blame. But I do not blame him for taking that opportunity. That's a smart business. No, it's a right very there. smart. It's a but smart But it's also move. a selfish one because anybody who's in business and who runs a business is looking for the next best thing to make a pretty penny. Yeah, I feel like the Democrats do it. They do the same thing. They're just not so in your face about how they're doing it and how they And do. they paint it to be, oh, this is how it benefits you. Yeah. And it'll be great for you. Exactly. That's why you have to learn both sides of it yeah, so you know yeah. what's really better. Which is why like, I, I, I sit in the very middle when it comes to things. Like certain you things, try to, like, and then okay. unfortunately election day comes. And unfortunately, and, and well, well, that's a whole different situation. The way elections go in this mm-hmm. country, I think but, it's absolutely... Well, I think the popular vote should always win, and the electoral college should be torn, like burnt. Yeah, that needs. That's that needs time. To it's time. Where did okay. they come from, anyway? I mean, George Washington. <laughs> it was to give the slave states, um, basically, there were less people in, the, uh-huh. in those states, so it was a way to give them the ability to have equal voting power and representation as the. But states. so they're supposed to go with what the people want, then. Yeah, the but that's not what happens. No. No, and then you know gerrymandering or whatever that's called. Right, they, re, they, they redistrict. They did the redid the they districts. They redraw the lines. Yeah, so that this way more senators end up in the in districts with less minority. You know, you know how it went. It right, went. and then like your your voting district now you have to go fucking eight miles yeah. to go vote rather than going you yep. know two. Yep. So that, that, they redraw the lines. They did times. that so many times, especially especially. That's voter. Like, that's early voter on. That's yeah, 100% yeah. That's exactly right. There's no reason for that. It's still happening. No reason. It is still it's happening. Like but what's happening with the with the post office now? Right. That's voter suppression. That's what, removing po- there is those post boxes. Those postal boxes have been there for 20 years, rusting away. Those mother were still working, and they worked for 20 years. All of a sudden, in 2020, when it's time for election year, you're gonna remove them? We're gonna do some maintenance on them or whatever the excuse was. Really, 20 years of no maintenance. You couldn't done. They couldn't have done that during the quarantine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and, and that's what makes it, like, for people like me who leaves, 
you who leave their envelopes on the table and you just leave them there, it makes it harder. I, I have a check in my car right now that I was supposed to send out a while ago. <laughs> but because I can't find a mailbox and I refuse to stop at a post office. There's, I, only, there's only one in town now. I'm now 20. Well, in I, our I, town where we live, there's only one. I don't even know that there is one here. So. It's around the corner from my house. I used to walk there. Right here. <laughs> I don't know. But there used to be one by the school. There used to be one in a couple of the places in this town, even down here. And they removed all of those. But they removed those like years ago. So in, mm. in the defense of like, you know, Trump's right, right. party has nothing to do with that now. But but as far as like the other post post boxes, those should not have been removed. They should have been, they should have been right. deleted. You know, like, I have to go all the way to Rutherford to, to put my mail-in ballot. And the next one, I think, is, like, Hackensack. There's one in Hackensack. So you have to drive. Or, and if you don't drive, which a lot of people in the city and here don't do, they walk or take the bus. Can we not also drop those off at the um, actual county? At the post office? No, the office, the uh, county's voters, whatever office. Oh, I don't know. You, I don't know. It comes with instructions on there, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think that I think that that's what I'll end up doing. Yeah. Instead of sending it into the and having it get lost in the mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my ballot. Because they're already they're already telling people, hey, you need to make sure you put in your ballot in the mail at least two weeks prior to the date that they were originally saying because. It may get lost. Well, thank you for announcing it. Yeah. <laughs> this, is why, this is why I'm not happy with the fact that there's yeah. at least like two voting locations in each one, one in each county, two in each county, something. They should have done something. Here, especially, like we, we're a small town. We, we didn't have as many coronavirus people here. We could have done it. We could have done it. And, and there's a lot of young people here who would have done it. I would, yeah. I would have volunteered. Sick and all. Well, I was looking for that, too, to see if I can uh, I would have work the polls or whatever. Free. But. free if I didn't need no pay. Just let me go. I'll do it. I need to. No, I would have done it. <laughs> but you're lucky enough to be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. Be in that position. I, but I was still sick. I spent six months sick. I would still put myself at risk for and that. And they would have let you do it. But that's not the, and that's that's the problem with this with this state. They they want your rights to always be like, that's my choice. It's my body. Stop messing with my body. As a woman, as a woman, I get to say that. Don't tell me what to do with my body. If I just test a negative, okay, and I have proof of that, who are you to tell me where and when I can do something? I'll wear oh, that's my mask. A, right, that's a different... I'll yeah. wear my gloves, I'll wear my face shield, but I could still sit at a desk and take take votes. It's not that hard. Oh, let me see your ID. Show it to me. Okay, great. Sign right here. Okay, great. The voting box is right there. That's all you do. That's different, yeah. That's all you do. I've seen... I, I, you know how many times I voted up here? Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's different. That's just ridiculous. I, I just don't know. I, have, I do have a question for you, though. I want to know. Your dad, right? He's still, is he here or is he traveling? He's here. Okay, and he registered to vote? Yes. Okay. What, is he going to vote this year? I'm pretty sure he is. What makes Hispanic people come out to vote? I want to know that. I'm curious. I mean, I'm going to ask you about white people, but Hispanic. Because my mom and dad only came out for Trump, and prior to that, never voted for any other president. I'm not sure why people do that. Well, my dad, I think that uh, his reason for voting... um, What's many things like he's a business owner, that's one. He's a homeowner, that's another. Um, so I guess you know he, and then not only that, but him being uh, someone who came to this country as an immigrant, who has also helped his family come to this country uh, as immigrants. I think that uh, he looks at all that as well. Where, who's going to be better for the Hispanic community? 
because him being of Hispanic background and coming into this country and working hard for getting what he has now and he wants to see that at least his uh, community also becomes uh, better and that there is someone in power that's going to help his community as well. Um, he, he has a lot of reasons to, to vote. And I think that the main reason is because of how hard it was for him to become a citizen. Yeah. Where that, for him not to take advantage of the right that he has, it would be ridiculous, which is why I don't understand why so many Hispanics don't do that. Yeah, I get it. Especially ones that, I, I mean, I don't know many that have become citizens, right? I don't know many. It's more so the ones that were born here or whatever that sometimes don't pay attention to things. But, like, I, I don't know many Hispanics. But there are some out there who came here as immigrants. They did what they had to do to become citizens. And now don't vote. I don't get that. What was all that for? Like, now you have the right to do... You know why it was all for? Not to be deported. Well, well that's that's, that's <laughs> very true. <laughs> I know that's why my parents didn't vote. No, I don't, I don't care enough to vote. That's the reason I was... Why are you not voting? What is my vote going to do? My father always used to say, well, what's my vote going to do? It's going to help all those other people who struggled like you did. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it's going to do. He sees it as like it's a waste of a vote. He said it's a waste. No one's paying attention. That's how he feels. Well, I, I made my mom feel guilty when Trump won, and I said, your vote was the only one needed. <laughs> and because you did not go out there, we have Trump. <laughs> She's like, actually, if it was just my vote, we would have been at a tie, and someone else would have had to vote. I'm like, okay, whatever, mom. That's, but yeah. That's funny. So now, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's really crazy. But now that brings me to the other topic about how come white people are always out voting. They're always voting. They vote for everything. Let's vote for a stop sign. I want a stop sign there, or I don't want a stop sign. They vote. Uh, let's vote for let's vote for something else. They vote. Like they vote. They come out in numbers. I I think that they've always been accustomed to even from birth. Like, let's say white privilege, right? You have you're you're used to already having that voice. You're used to having that power in a way where things go your way, and you want to continue to do that. You know what I mean? And the only way to do that is to continue going out there and voting and getting your voice heard and doing all that. Um, that's how I feel. It, it, or that's what I feel is the reason why it, it's something they do. I mean, I Hispanics, I don't think, go out to vote for anything other than president. I don't think, yeah, I don't. I don't and I, then that's it. I don't. Except it's for my local councilman. I mean, clearly some do because cause yeah. people have, right. But I feel like that's the important one for people. Yeah. And even me. I've never, until right now, when you mentioned it earlier today, we're like, you better vote for me or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're on there too? Okay, I guess I could do it all in one. Yeah. But for me, to, I don't think I would take the time to go out there and like, okay, let me go vote over here for this. Let me go over here for this. Let me mark this date on my calendar. And it's something I should do. Because obviously it starts here. Yeah. And it trickles down to wherever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to president. But um, it's something I'm learning now. But you know? I, I wonder. You're white. I can't. I am. Yes, I am white. I'm not what? all white people. I can't speak for all white people. No, so but like in your case, why? Your parents, I, I don't. My parents. I don't know if my parents always voted. Really? I don't. I can't say yes or no to that because I don't. You guys I don't never know. spoke about I was that? never pushed to vote. It's not like my dad was like, "All right, you're 18 now. Go out there and you can go vote." 
I didn't vote. Where there are some families that definitely do that. They the first time I kid. voted was for Obama. But that's funny. That's funny that you said that, though, because I would have thought that someone like your dad and your mom, who were so, like, pro-America, anti, you know, anti-other ethnicities, to be honest with you, but, like, they didn't, they weren't the ones who said, go vote. Like, they didn't teach you from when you were younger, especially all of you being American-born white no. people here. Like, why, I'm wondering, I, like, I why. I don't know. That's very odd I don't to know me. Why. I don't know if maybe he thought it was... Maybe he not knew. Worth it. Not, not a Maybe waste. he knew it you were going to vote for Obama. <laughs> he knew it. He was it. predicting. He said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, not this one." When Obama he told your brother to go vote, not you. Twenty-three <laughs> years old. I don't know. So he was predicting. Two thousand eight. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, you were you, you were twenty-three. Twenty-three because you yeah. remember. Whatever it was, I, I was. He said no. He said, "Mm, not Billy." <laughs> we just started dating. How do you forget that? Oh. Oh Lord Jesus. <laughs> Here we go. Well, the reason I, I don't know. I don't know why people are so, some people are so gung-ho about voting and others But then your parents really showed up to the, to, to the Trump one. Like, out of all the ones that you don't know about, that's the one that they were that, very clear on. Because, like a lot of the people in this country, he spoke to a specific population mm-hmm. a specific way and represented... Um, basically what they feel this country was missing and a direction this country was going and it wasn't going their way, I guess. So yeah. they saw him as uh, you know, the great white hope, <laughs> I guess you want to say, something along those lines. Um, and he, he portrayed that, again, that arrogant American attitude, the loud, brash, I'm right, I'm going to say all this stuff, fuck you, I don't want to hear what you have to say because I'm saying what I need to say and I'm, I'm totally correct. But it's not really like American, when, I, when, you, when you say that American, that American thing, that American attitude, yes, we're the greatest, yes, the attitude, claim, but like in could, the 50s. Because, not that I don't, I don't love this country, I love this country, I love everything that it was built upon and the freedoms that I have living here, Yeah. but we claim we are... The greatest at all this shit yet. So for a country, <laughs> for a country that is the best, we're fucking not the best out of a lot of stuff. So you can't yeah. claim to be the best and then not produce the results. It just, it's just, it's arrogant. No, I get it. I get the, I get the arrogant attitude. We've always had that. Attitude. And that's why he. But we weren't always got so elected brash. In the position. We weren't always so brash. And as the population changed, it's like, oh man, my, our white numbers are down in percentage to minority. Oh, that's We're, definitely like one. You understand what I'm saying? But the KKK has always believed KKK in that. KKK has always been around. Not everybody's KKK. But I don't think they're ignorant. I think they're actually extremely intelligent in their I'm not saying that they're not. In their views. I'm not saying that they're not. Well, in their view. Bitch, I dare you. <laughs> you want me to Joe Biden this fucking thing? Oh, no. no. I, Is that like a thing now? Despacito, though? <laughs> I hate it. That should be a total. We should have like a new hashtag. Hashtag Biden did this. Horrible. <laughs> I know. I don't. I don't. I just. I don't get it. Listen. At the end of the day, I. I totally get what you're saying. Yes, the KKK and white supremacists who view the other as inferior, and that they're the superior, are in fact not factually correct when we're talking about biologically and scientifically. Bad <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> You're not. Oh God. But that's that's pretty much it. I don't know. All I'm saying is that. Okay, look. La last question. La let's make this the last question, okay? Because obviously this started out as gay. Yeah, I started out as gay Hispanic though. I started out as gay Hispanic. Okay. Okay. I'm, okay, we're gonna go. We're gonna do this. Ready? Gay Hispanic vote. Do you think that gays are going to come out to vote for Biden? I think that more gays will come out and vote for Biden. What about the gay Hispanic Trump. population? Same. Same. I think that they would go out and vote for Biden. Versus regular hetero Hispanics. Who's going to vote? Who are they going to vote for? It's a prediction. This is a prediction. This is not factual, people. Wait, what was that again? So gay Hispanics, you think they're going to come out and vote for Biden? Biden. Okay. Do you think that hetero Hispanics are going to vote for Biden as well? Or do you think they're going to vote for oh, Trump? Oh, that's so fucking iffy. I, yeah. So it's like 50-50? It's very 50-50. The way I see it, I think it's very 50-50. That's how I feel. Okay, let me ask you both. Let's talk about white people. Do you think that the majority of the white people are going to vote for Trump this time? Or I it, think young white people will vote for Biden. Uh-huh. Uh, just by evidence of the protests. Okay. Across the board. Um, after that, I don't know. Do you think that Trump still has I think the Trump, like, Trump, white female housewife? Trump or? has the... There are people out there that are hardcore Trump, and they're going to vote for him regardless. Okay. So he has that, that percentage. Yeah. The young white voters are going to go with Biden. Um, everybody in between... Is a, is a, it's a toss-up. I really don't know. Okay, well, look, look, look. You patrol. You patrol a lot, right? <clears throat> this is a residential area. So how many Trump signs versus Biden signs do you see in this town? Because we were just watching I see that more special. Trump, I see more Trump signs. So this town is probably going to go pro-Trump. But I, I see more. It's not that I see. Or is it that you see Trump signs? I just see Trump signs. That doesn't mean every house that I see the, has the a Trump Biden. sign. Right. No, but what I'm saying is, do you see... It, it, I don't see Biden, Biden Harris signs. And that's, that's I think, my experience. Also, yeah. vice versa, with the way things have gone over the last four years, I feel like there might be less people willing to say that they're a Trump voter. Oh, yeah. For fear Definitely. of somebody saying... The signs I see out there, even driving around in different neighborhoods, uh, even Bergen County, Hudson County, anywhere, I've not seen... I've. Can't say I recall seeing any Biden-Harris signs. I've seen a couple. Uh, Montclair. I was in Montclair for my daughter's orthodontist. The whole city is lit up with Biden-Harris. Oh, I've not. Well, I've not been to Montclair. And then you also have to think yet. about who the Trump, like the Trump persona. Again, he's loud. He's brash. He's, look at me. Look what I did. And all those people that are loud like, and like. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud loud. of that. I'm loud and proud, but I'm not voting for him. Well, no, I'm saying the, the, the Trump supporters that are like that are the, the ones that are putting their signs him. out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're driving around in their trucks with a Trump have the flags. flag and all that stuff. <laughs> Lord, jeez. No, but that's what happened with the Hillary thing. Like, I, I didn't want to vote for her. I couldn't stand behind her. I could not support her. I could not see well, her. That's what happened last election. People yeah. disliked her so much. They yeah. said, I'm not voting for her. I'm just going to vote for him. As I really hope that this time around, that's a little different. Um, but then again, uh, I don't know. I don't know, and that's the problem. I don't know if he's le like better than Hillary. I don't necessarily. I think that the Democratic Party was so scared to put forth a a candidate that actually was different to challenge Trump 
four years for the ago they had time. it. Four years ago they had it with Bernie. And they didn't do it. And, and they did it again this time because he's still they, sn they snubbed him out. And they got what they got. Yeah, but now look at look at it again. Bernie came out again and they snubbed him again. And it's only because they don't like his views. And the truth is, is that they should not have been so selfish with the party. They should have realized that this election was about the entire country. And it wasn't just about their party. And if they had done that, they would have produced a better candidate than Biden. I mean, shit, I would have much rather that they would have gone to Michelle Obama and said, hey, we really need you. Hey, girl, come out here. She's Let's not out for it. She's not up no, for that. No, she's doing her. She, she's doing her great, so. She's like, uh, she said it from the very beginning. That's not my life. No, she, I don't know. She you had to tell stand by to, to deal with it for eight years as first lady. There's no way in hell she's going to do that. Yeah. Not now, no. She might do it in a few years. She's I feel like it may happen now. in the she's, future. Yeah, I think in, like, uh, in the next eight years she might do it. She might set up. If that could yeah. be a thing. I mean, I would have even taken The Rock or even Oprah than Biden. <laughs> so honestly, like, seriously. What about Kanye? Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Hell, oh no. my god, that guy is just crazy. I mean, he is just crazy. That was a oh, god. oh, he wanted he wanted to take his base and you know get them to not vote for Biden. So, I don't Interesting. know. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think that it's going to be a much tighter election than the Democratic Party is willing to admit. I truly well, do. They took it for granted last time. And, and they, they did it again this yeah. time. They, if they would have let Bernie come out this time, I bet you they would have had like all the 18, 19, 20-year-olds actually Although, show up. Yeah. But then, then I don't think that the older, the older, the older population would have voted for Bernie. I don't know. This pandemic definitely changed your mind. This pandemic definitely changed your mind. Think about all the shit that the pandemic has caused now. How many businesses lost their jobs? How many people couldn't get unemployment? How many people lost their health insurance? Well, well I'm not saying that that's not the focus. Of, and it's not necessarily a Trump side thing is what I'm saying. It's they, I don't think that the Democrats would have voted for Bernie. No, I think... The, the older population. I that think are that after the pandemic, the older ones are probably thinking differently now. Think well, about everything well, we the lost. Healthcare system. <laughs> Think yeah, about everything. If we had universal healthcare, everybody would have been covered. Yeah, and nobody would have had to pay for even a coronavirus test. How many people had to pay for one for a period of time before they stopped, before Quest and LabCorp stopped permitting you to buy them? It was like, I remember I was going to get one. It was like $149 or $100 and some dollars, okay? Without insurance because insurance wasn't covering it. So if you think about it that way, how many people also had to go to the doctor that had no health insurance? Hmm. How many people we got? We all got we all got that stimulus, that CARES Act, right? That's all federal money. That's all socialist money. Yeah. And you know what? They they didn't want Bernie for the same reasons, but the pandemic forced us all anyway. to look at it differently. I think that if you're in the older generation, you might be. You might be that generation, like from like from the earlier, like the flu, like 1918 flu, or maybe even the Great Depression, where you see things differently now. And who knows? I still don't think we've seen the the full effects of this year's pandemic. I think we're gonna see it next year. I think we're gonna see the economy Absolutely. dip even more. Well, I'm ready. I bought enough Clorox. <laughs> <laughs> I bought ten cases of oh, yeah, it. So I'm, ready. I'm sorry. What? Oh, it's hot. It's over. Well, either way. These predictions are just predictions, people. They're just predictions. 
We'll see what happens. I don't know. I think, I think Trump might either take it or... I'm just afraid that if Trump does win, what the fuck are we in for? I don't know. I don't in know. In the next four years. I just feel like all he needs to do is get really, really angry at another country. And then... He's already <laughs> well, it's, it's like, you vote for Trump, he's in office, we go into another world war, possibly, plus... Our own civil war, which is currently yeah, going which on. Is what's yeah, going yeah, on the that that. And I with Biden, that. I feel like the world war might be diverted. <laughs> I think even the riots and the, the civil might, war come, might calm down a little bit. They'll calm down. I, I don't think. know. Because you're thinking that the alt right's gonna come out and start their own riots. That's what no, I'm thinking too. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm thinking. Well, that's what has already been. That's predicted. what's going on yeah. on some level, but it's the the rioting is just. It's outnumbering everybody. But I don't think the rioting right now for the BLM is going to continue. But it's not just for the BLM. They're that these the people that are fucking rioting are using BLM as a cover up. As their fucking cover. Who who's rioting? It's not just Antifa. That's no, what he it's, thinks. He thinks it's, it's just not Antifa. just. I don't think it's just Antifa. It is Antifa. But these people, they're they're organizing themselves online. Some uh, through yeah through Facebook, Snapchat, Facebook, whatever the fuck it is. Meet here on this day at this time. We're going to protest, and then they're coming out, and they're smashing up the entire... They're just rolling through like a fucking... Yeah, but that's like what they showed with all those white people doing it, and they weren't even part of the BLM They weren't part of the BLM, and then you see a lot of, like, the black people that were stopping them. They're like, hey, listen, that's not how things are supposed to go. And I think that even some black people started doing the same thing in rioting because they said... They thought... They were confused, maybe. They were like, wait, I guess this is what we're supposed to be doing. Right. But what I'm saying is, like, you see... They yeah. set up the, um, whatever zone it was. It was like a two-block two block radius. No yeah, cops, yeah. nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> and the governor or the mayor was like, oh, this is the city of love or whatever the hell it was. Okay, so predictions. Go. Prediction for 2020. What's going to happen at the end of 2020 when we vote? Coronavirus, too. I, I, I think Biden may pull it off. Okay. Alex? I also think Biden may pull it off. Wow, I'm, I'm like all on here. I, I predict that Trump's going to take it. I really do. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy, right? Okay. Let's... I, and I'm just going by the numbers that I've seen on TV and whatever. It seems like Biden is going to pull it he's off. He's holding a sleeve. Yeah, but look right at, now, but but look at still... Hillary. Look at Hillary. Hillary had we're all those still... numbers. Oh, well, and then Trump's the one. Well, why? Because of Electoral College. <laughs> so, I don't know. And they haven't abolished them yet. So, mm. the Electoral College might actually do it. Trump is, is winning in a lot of the, the swing states right now. Well, really? I, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, I guess we'll have to do some uh, research on swing states. Not that we're going to do it. Okay, some there's yeah. something else too I want to ask real quick. Bill, mm. um, <laughs> I don't want you to elaborate past what you feel comfortable with, okay? But we were talking about earlier like uh, the LGBTQ+. Plus. You know what the terms are. <laughs> there's a lot of pluses. <laughs> okay, for those of you who are wait 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 for those of you who are just who are just tuning in, I, I brought on an extra special guest other than Alex. I've also brought in my husband to talk about LGBTQ plus 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 plus. Um, all right, babe. So, so tell me what you think LGBTQ plus means. Uh, I know it's lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. Uh, I think the Q is questioning. What right? questioning what? Questioning them, themselves. 
it's it's it's, uh, it's correct actually because I thought they, you said it was queer. Well, that's my generation. <laughs> okay, questioning. It's, changed, it's questioning. And it's changed because you have. He's the, absolutely right. Wow. Okay, so you have the gender neutral, the transgender, the is it bi- non-binary, non-binary, yeah. right? And here, this Should man knows a little more than I do. <laughs> he knows more than me. <laughs> I'm up on it. Yeah, 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 you have are. to be. Okay. So, and the plus, you know what the plus is? The plus is, I have, I don't know. I guess <laughs> every individual person that feels a certain way about themselves or whatever, I, I don't know. Okay, so, so my husband apparently knows more about that, com- that those, ter- those letters than I do. He knows way more than I, well, more than I remembered. I mean, yeah, really. He said, question, I'm like, question what? What are you talking about? What so, question? No, and it's true, because it is uh, questioning. Because queer is where they threw whatever else was out yeah. there, right? That's what they did with the queer. They said, well, whatever else is out there that fits in this yeah, yeah, yeah. weirdness is how they made it seem. It's like, that's cute. Oh, um. Do you need to sign off? No. You're, you're good. One love. No. <laughs> so stupid. I hate you. Bring back 90s lingo. Good night, baby. You know, he said he was so nervous to be on this podcast, and now every time I have, like, he wants to, like, do it. But also, he's, like, the worst at keeping appointments. Uh-huh. I made an appointment with him last week, and he canceled on me. Aren't we all? No, you showed up at, late. Goodbye, everybody. Good night. Thank you, Alex, for being my special co-host today. And a special shout-out to the hubby, Bill, for also helping on this podcast episode. Thank you for listening to Atomic Mommy. I hope you'll tune in next week. And as always, much love from your girl, Kim.